This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. He had become angry, bitter, and maddeningly defiant, like a petulant child who decided to take his toy and go home. So wrote Frank Hughes in a devastating 2006 ESPN takedown of failed Seattle Supersonics owner, Howard Schultz. Schultz had famously built the world's most successful coffee retailer when he took over and vastly expanded a Seattle company in 1988, making it a gargantuan global brand. In 2001, this Ray Kroc of coffee, now a billionaire, acquired Seattle's beloved NBA franchise for $200 million. What began on an optimistic note... A local success story and business whiz primed to apply his genius to the world of sports quickly unraveled when it became clear Schultz was a megalomaniac with zero understanding of basketball who tried to run a team like a cutthroat corporation. He ran it all right, into the ground, feuding with star players, management, and coaches, alienating fans, and ultimately demanding a $200 million ransom from the city for a new arena. When lawmakers justifiably blocked, he sold the team for a hefty profit to an Oklahoma City group that quickly maneuvered to move the team to their own city, ending men's pro basketball in Seattle. Schultz's greedy betrayal of the town that made him. But like with his coffee company, he wasn't content staying local, and in January of 2019, one of the most hated men in Seattle set his sights on becoming one of the most hated men in America, floating an independent presidential bid that nobody asked for or wanted. On the trail, Schultz proved to be a charisma void who somehow made neoliberal centrist policies sound even less appealing, earning constant heckles and live appearances and online. Ignoring polls that showed he'd serve as a third-party spoiler siphoning votes from the Democratic nominee, Schultz persisted for months, following the same pattern of charging full steam ahead with an ill-informed losing strategy while dismissing all legitimate criticism. Then in May, after repeated battering from both sides... Schultz announced he was suspending his campaign for ambiguous health reasons, like a pop star explaining a canceled tour. As with his disastrous governorship of the Sonics, another naive exercise in futility ended in an ignoble retreat. Still, the coffee company he founded is unquestionably ubiquitous, and in 2014, it announced a more upscale concept, hawking a more elaborate food and drink menu in a setting akin to a high-end espresso bar. Today, this fancier version has flagship stores in major cities across the globe. But the first location was, naturally, in Seattle, where the supersonics are now ghosts, casualties of the most destructive singular force in global capitalism, the ego of a billionaire. This week on Doughboys, Starbucks Reserve. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, man with a less varied wardrobe than a cartoon character, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. <laughs> I get a lot of mileage out of this uh, this red flannel here. You have a flannel and a, and a graphic tee underneath, and then some sort of Boston the t-shirt changes a hat on up top. What's the what's the uh, look? I wash this flannel all the time, but what's the rule? What's the rule? 
I, I change my undershirt. I don't wear like the same stuff. Right. I think it's fine. I like. It's I like th- a jacket almost in a way. You're saying because it's usually the same flannel. It's the same flannel a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. It's just that you're so you're so rigid in your look. Yeah. It's so. Uh, predictable what you're going to be dressed like yeah, i don't really like you care. don't you could you could work some polos in there you could you could have a button up without the undershirt i don't have to work in anything i, I think it's fine <laughs> it's working for you it's fine <laughs> uh that was courtesy of vince at vince.refrigeration on instagram uh also adds the veggie burger brigade will reign supreme wow. so it sounds like we got a vegetarian on our hands roastspoonman at gmail.com if yeah. you would like to have your insult on mitch read on the show nick you have like little kid hair today what do you mean? Well, your hair is all poofy. Hold on, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look in the mirror behind, behind me. Hold right, on, this should be good. Oh yeah, you know what it was? I, I was wearing this hat. I had a ball cap on, and mm-hmm. then they took it off for the cans headphones. I put the headphones on, and then yeah. I, uh, I, I I took the hat off. So yeah, I've got hat hair. Ooh, the mystery is solved. <laughs> we cracked that case. <laughs> uh, it's good. You look youthful. Oh okay. Yeah. With the tousled hair, yeah, look, I feel like I'm. I I, I feel like I, it's it's. I look disheveled. That's how I feel. I don't mm. feel youthful. Have you ever felt youthful? I guess is my question with you. When I was a child, when I was a boy, I feel like this is not true. I was youthful when I was a child. When I was, a I boy. was youthful once. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. I was merry. <laughs> I r- r- rolled around in the grass. <laughs> what? All that sort of stuff. Oh, boy. That's what you used to do for fun when you were a child? You'd roll around in the grass? Did you ever roll down a slope, like in a public park? Y- yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking of. It seems like you did this once, and this is what you're recalling. I'm recalling one specific instance, but I think I've done it more than once. <laughs> I do I do remember I got very itchy, and then I didn't like that. <laughs> so as a child, you remember getting itchy. That's right. Father, I'm merry. Did you say that to your dad? Your dad's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> This freak, this freak child I have. No, I'm I'm a child and I'm merry, father. Um, here I gotta drop Nick. Go for it. I'm embarrassed to play it in front of our guests. I'm sorry. You should be. Here we go. Oh, howdy ho to Spoon Nation. Oh, I can't look at our guest. Were you ever a fan of Corn the Band? I know you like Corn the Food. How do you know I like Corn the Food? You're a corn. That was like a fat guy joke. No, it wasn't a fat. I don't mean it like a fat guy joke. It wasn't body shaming you. You're you're a popcorn. I know you like Corn the Food. Eat I wasn't up. saying that with a wink. I wasn't saying that with an audible wink. Because I've seen you eat corn. You like an ear of corn. You like popcorn. When have you seen me eating corn, you fucking... I've seen you here with a can of niblets, eating them with your hands. <laughs> I like popcorn. Yeah. Which you don't. Which I don't is like insane. popcorn, no. It's so stupid. No, I, not a fan. We should introduce our guest because I think that she may yell at you. For, I mean, it's a bad take. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really bad take. What, who, who gave us that drop, Mitch? That drop came from your old friend, Shampoodler. Oh, boy. And he said, I still like you guys. Hey, how about it. that? And it was Doe Off Kings was what it, what it was. Uh, it was well done. 
Reference to the go-off kings, perhaps. So there are our buddy Jesse Farrar. That's right. And uh, Rob Wisman and uh, Stefan Heck over there. Mm-hmm. Good good group of dudes. Hey, you know what? Do you, so many of you, like, your close friends are internet friends. That's I right. I found out about you. You're like, my good friend. And then it's like, what's your friend's name? And it's like, at whatever. <laughs> at Johnny Forcome or something. I have. <laughs> Johnny Forcome is a good guy. <laughs> um. He'd be my best man if I wasn't already married. No, I, 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 I think that you care more about these digital friends than your real friends. Sometimes. I don't. That's not true. But I will say that I have perhaps an easier time communicating with someone via text than via face to face. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever, did you ever sometimes have like an easier time like talking with someone when you're when it's nonverbal? I, no, I mean, I, think I that's guess a, so. I think that's specific to me. I think there, but I think there are certain personality types who are maybe more reserved and maybe are are a little bit. But I think back in the day when I was in like high school or college and there was AIM or something, I'd be like, "What's up?" But to, you know, talking to the girls would be all cool, and then ASL. <laughs> <laughs> you led with ASL, didn't you? I did not lead with ASL. Hornball. <laughs> Mitch, let's introduce our guest, an actor and comedian from Abby's on NBC. Jessica Chaffin is here. Hi, Jessica. Hello. Thank you for sitting patiently through all that nonsense. I had, t- I had so many things I wanted to say. Oh, but, boy. Well, feel but free. But I didn't feel I should. Well, it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can go back over the popcorn the if popcorn you want thing? to. I mean, it's... I'm right, fa- I'm right down the middle with the popcorn. Oh, it's, either, right. wow. it's either good popcorn or... I mean, uh-huh. movie theater popcorn that's just been... I'm the person that goes in and says... A, a bag of your freshest popcorn, please. Oh, boy. <laughs> or I'll ask them when they've popped it, because I'm just not interested. If it's been sitting there for more than 10 minutes, I'm not interested. Right. And I'm only interested in real butter. Yeah, that makes a big difference. So yeah. you like the Arclight. A fresh popped from Arclight yes, in some but butter. I won't eat it during the movie. I'll only eat it during the previews. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Why is that? Do you well, because why the fuck should everybody have to listen to me slapping my gums around when I'm trying to listen to a movie? That's so considerate. I won't eat dur- well, I don't want anyone eating during the movie oh wow and i know they will but yeah i also it's a sensory experience going to the movies like it's purposely dark right. so that mm-hmm. you can see better and hear better and they pump up the sound when the movie comes in i have respect for the cinema goer have you had a have you been to like a dine-in theater like the amc dine-in or the uh, the alamo draft house you mean like uh, what used to be gold class and now is called what's that other thing where you sit on a recliner? Is that what you mean? Yeah, it's like it's like a, a they actually have servers that will bring you food during the presentation. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I've done it, but I'm not really interested in that. Me and neither. it's a different thing, I guess. I, I guess that's more of a novelty, but that is definitely mm-hmm. not how I want to see every movie. I find it very disruptive when yeah. I when I've done that. I've I've just been like, I don't. I feel like this is. Even Alamo Draft House, where they're like, like we're honoring cinema or whatever. They seem like they're movie freaks. I don't there, need to buffs. hear your forks smashing against your plate. Exactly, yeah. it's it's too much. And and yeah. I feel like the, I saw the, you the take life- down a good fucking seven glasses of wine in that. <laughs> I don't mind. Dr- I don't mind drinks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. We were uh, we were watching Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> Do something to liven. And you're it up. getting fucking loaded. I, I fucking probably watch- saw that movie. 300 times. Did you really? The yeah. Johnny Depp one? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. The original. Yeah, okay. Oh, we so were, the not, yeah. not the classic Johnny no, no. Depp one. <laughs> no, no. I saw that. I saw the much, the inferior version that came out with uh, like Dave Maggie Smith and I don't know who else was in it, but because it was like one of the five movies that was on HBO. It was oh, like that it. and Evil Under the Sun. Mm. There was this whole Agatha Christie, this time when they made a million Agatha Christie movies. I feel like the ski schools were in heavy rotation for a time. I was more of a 
ski school as opposed to ski patrol. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, what was the shit? What was the one that took place in Squaw Valley? Was that ski patrol? No. I'll think of it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I like all the ski. The theme song was Nothing Feels Quite Like the Top of the Hill. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It was a ch- ski racing movie. I, ne- oh, that, I that never. Rules. With hot tubs and boobs. That's perfect. For, yeah. Well, how can you beat that? I mean, it, it, here's, you can't. here's my thing, you though. You can't beat a pair of boobs in a hot tub because <laughs> you've got the buoyancy mm-hmm. and a winter hot tub. you got the buoyancy and then you got the cold air, right. which mm-hmm. makes the nipples go hard. And so the boobs tense up and they are at their fine the opposite just like the worst thing for a man is to be in cold water sure mm-hmm. the best thing for or a woman's water. breasts <laughs> <laughs> the best thing for a woman's breasts is to be in cold water oh interesting yeah. uh, cool water Nick and I are like cool water oh. <laughs> we both can't handle this conversation sorry fellas <laughs> I, didn't, wow. I didn't mean it for this to become an 80s movie immediately yeah. there is something unique about that appeal like the, the topless woman in the hot tub because I think I remember as a, as a boy yeah. In my youth, what? that that the appeal. Oh, now this was the fun part. The appeal yeah. of that is, I was like, uh, no, I was just like, I've been in a hot tub, like I've been in a pool, like so, like sometimes girls have their boobs out, like like that was the way I was. It, it felt like an attainable thing. Oh, like, it I could, could happen. I could be around a woman without wearing who isn't wearing a top in some sort of yeah, right. aquatic environment. It's something that could happen exactly. in, in a hot tub. Right, a hot tub was a magical like liminal place yes. where magical things like topless women or mermaids could appear. You you, yeah. you wouldn't be able to fucking... Yeah. That hot tub would be a lot more frothy. Oh, hot tubs are filthy. There's nothing dirtier than a hot tub. Nick would make it look like a fucking latte if he was Good in there. Good A hot tub is filthy. Jesus I Christ. never understand that. It's like a... To me, that's like a cartoon stew. Yeah. Like when they're mm. like Bugs Bunny like slicing in a carrot. Like that's what a hot tub is to me. Like it's just lobsters boiling in a pot, and like somebody should put an onion and a carrot. I tried to do that to Nick. Let us know when it's ready with a giant spoon. (laughs) Nick, remember that when I gave you a bunch of vegetables when you were in that hot tub when we were on the road one time? Yeah, you tried to eat me. (laughs) (laughs) We knew eventually that the podcast kept adding salt. (laughs) I've 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 told the story on this show to your point of uh, I was in the big red boat. And uh, you, the, this was like the Disney Cruise Line when I was like a I, little kid. I don't know what the Big Red Boat is. I didn't know it either. was this D- Disney Cruise Line when I, I was like it was a Boston thing. Eight eight years old or so. We left out of Boston, and that goes to like there's Disney characters on the boat. But Where does I, it go? Portland, Maine. It goes to Portland, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> does it? No, it goes. It goes down. It goes, or Nova Scotia. That's the only other place it could possibly go. It goes. To, it goes. To, it goes to the Bahamas. It goes down to the Bahamas. But it leaves from Boston. Oh, maybe it leaves from Florida. It leaves from Florida. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. But anyway, go on. Um. I was in the hot tub and a, a log of shit floated to the top mm-hmm. while I was in there. And I like yeah. remembered. Did you get out? Uh, <laughs> I got out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was called the Big Red Boat. That was the like the Disney Cruise precursor. Yeah. 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 No, thank Found you. a big brown log. They should Jesus rename it. Did you ever get, did you get sick of the characters? Like after a day where you like, are they, do they become too accessible? Hmm. Like the, it's one thing and you're in the park and you're like, oh, you've spotted yeah. Chip and Dale or right. Goofy or whatever. And now you're like, you got to watch, you're in behind line behind Goofy at the buffet or. You know what they did? They, they would re- or the ones you don't like are the only ones that ever want to talk to you. They would release them. They, Fucking they, Pluto. They, they, I, I liked Pluto a lot yeah. because I was a little well, boy. Pluto never said anything. And he takes his tongue and he like licks yeah, you with his tongue. Cute. Oh, that's he's cute. cute. Yeah. Cute. You don't I know take this? It back. The like the mascot guy. Yeah, Pluto takes his tongue and he who's licks you. Do- that I didn't know. Whose dog is Pluto? Mickey's. He's Mickey's. Okay. Yeah. 
And so Pluto comes out, he'll lick you with his tongue. So I loved Pluto as a kid. Uh-huh. But I mean, like... Pluto, you missed a spot. <laughs> so funny. I just immediately had the thought of like... If Charlie Brown and Snoopy and Pluto and Mickey had like a play date, uh-huh. mm-hmm. like how awful Charlie Brown would be made to feel. Yeah. Because yeah. like Charlie right. Brown has just has a dog that won't ever do anything that he wants him to do. Like obviously the joke, Snoopy's the master and Charlie's the dog or whatever. Sure. But like if those guys yeah. had a crossover episode, Snoopy's Charlie Brown would be like even more depressed than he already is and Pluto would be doing tricks and whatever Mickey asked him to do. Yeah. yeah. Plus fucking, also, he's a Charlie fucking Brown. blockhead. Poor he's, Charlie Brown. He's a fucking blockhead. He's a fucking blockhead. Oh, sick of his shit. Charlie do you know Brown. I played Charlie Brown and you're a good man Charlie Brown, Nick. I was I, I was, could see that. I was the lead. Oh, Did they give that? you like a head thing? I don't I, I no, think, he didn't need it. <laughs> Did you either shave your head or they give you like a a piece of plastic saran wrap to, the, to put they, on top they of They didn't head? attempt that. I just wore like a yellow shirt with a black stripe on the Did you have the, the beard? I, I, I did. The beard was yeah. gone at this point. Uh, the the beard had not gr- fully grown in yet. I was in probably in f- going into sixth grade, like after my fifth grade year. I think it was around there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, it was it was one of my best performances probably to date. It was a uh, it was a uh, it was a good t- theater camp, Nick. I remember all the other kids went to basketball camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like practicing Charlie Brown, and then they were all like, "What are you like doing here?" And I was like, "Uh." That's when you knew you could be a star. <laughs> when you got the Charlie Brown. I mean, born to play Charlie Brown. Yeah. Do you yeah. think like was there a point in your childhood where Pete where ever like the parents would be like your the adults around you would be like like oh, he's going to grow into that head. You know like and then, <laughs> What the fuck? I and, thought this was going to be about like hey, he's an acting God. or something like that. And, my God. And then it just never happened. <laughs> my First of all, everyone knows all movie stars have giant heads it's and true. small bodies. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. I have both of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win, 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 win. I, I, uh, when I was, I, I didn't, did I, have I ever gotten, have I ever told you this? Uh, they used to call me Messy Marvin when I was younger. I have not heard this. This is mm, new to me. I don't know if I want to talk about this stuff yet. Oh boy. I mean, you just brought up Messy Marvin. We better Marvin get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to hear it. Why, why did you used to spill things on your shirt? I was a little blonde boy. Okay. And, oh. and, and, and there was, and Messy Marvin was like a kid on TV. You know the kid on TV? Yeah. I'm and trying to remember what he looked like. He was Ralphie from the Christmas story. Oh, okay. And I looked exactly like Ralphie from the Christmas story when I was Messy younger. Messy Marvin. And they would call me Messy Marvin. My, my, God, my godfather's son. Messy Marvin who, the, is what they would call that, him. That is, that is, yeah. that is accurate. They would yeah. call, it was Messy Marvin. And, uh, <laughs> and, and they make, they would make me do weird stuff and, People enjoyed it. I don't know. It was a weird, like a. <laughs> were you reenacting? Was it more like you were a little actor and they wanted you to do commercial reenactments? Like, do you messy Marvin? <laughs> oh, slip on the floor now. Like, was it that kind of thing, or was it? No, they would be like, "Hey, fight this kid, messy Marvin." Like, oh. they, I'm, Wait, like they really? Would, oh, I see. The adults would do this to you? <laughs> no, not the adults. They they would be like, Older "Hey, messy kids. Marvin," and then they would. Oh, have, I got it. They'd they have egg me you say, on. They'd have me say something weird. I was a weird guy. I remember. This is weird. Should I talk about this? It's like therapy. Why not? I went to the. Uh, I was. Uh, now I'm going to say no. I'm going to get a lot of. I'm going to get a lot of silver. Nick's sp- like no. I want. This I, is not the brand. No, I want to hear. I remember. <laughs> the, I'm going to get a lot of silver spoon, man. Which people call me. Which I. This is not the case. But we, right. I lived in Quincy, which is on the water. Which is very nice. Quincy. Quincy. South Shore. Hold on a second. It's not parts of Quincy. Very nice. It's not Hingham. It's not Hingham. It's no. not, it's it's it's, it's not Duxbury. It's not. It's none of the it's but not Quincy like any of those is places. Nice. It's on the water. But now, there are parts of Quincy that are very nice. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's yeah. there's parts of yeah. Quincy's great. Yeah. I love it. 
Mm. What's the one next to it? Sconset? What's the one that's like the fancy part of Quincy? Or is that Hingham? That's that's Hingham. Okay. I was going to say, Quincy doesn't... Well, Quincy borders Dorchester. Yeah, borders Dorchester. So there's that side and then there's the other side. Yeah, there's... there's, And like Marina Bay is there and that's nice. But... uh, but there, there, I, my my dad was at a yacht club. There was there was two yacht clubs, but it's not like fancy. Oh, like I people see. Think. You say yacht club, and people say Silver Spoon, yeah, because right? they don't understand that if you just grow up on the water, that's what you. There do. are yeah. places where people use boats because it's a water sports kind of place. Yeah, yes, exactly. So a yacht club can be a shitty dock off of a jetty. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a yacht club, as you as you think of yachting is a sport it doesn't mean that yeah it's it was, like a sailing club it's turner boats i mean my yeah. dad built my yeah. sister a turner boat that's what i, I mean what's a turner boat it's like a like little a boston whaler like a little tiny sailboat yeah okay like a sunfish uh yeah Bigger? sure yeah okay but it, but but like your uh, dad built that for yeah he, he wow he, and this other guy, i mean like i don't know if he, he i don't know if he built the frame or whatever but he he i remember he he painted it and everything i don't know he okay built the da- he helped build the damn thing somehow i don't know Mm, sounds like your story is changing here. <laughs> Fuck you. He built every boat in Quincy. <laughs> so, all right, Richie Rich, let's get back to the sto- let's get back to the story. <laughs> and I remember going to the yacht club. Like we would, we, there was like sailing classes in the summer, and I and uh, I went, was walking down to the dock, and like the group of sailing kids were like, "Messy Marvin," and they all started running up. Uh, like running up to come and see me and I didn't like it. I got scared and I went and hid in the bathroom and stood on the top of the toilet. Wow. Because they were like, Messy Mar, he's a weird guy. He's going to say weird stuff. Oh, they're going to harass you. This is a weird story, I realized, but it's the, tr- and so they were like run, running up. Yeah, this isn't like fun for you to tell. Like I can tell it's you. Not, it's not, but, little... but, but, uh, but I went into the bathroom. I stood on the, uh, it wasn't a bad thing. Like they, uh-huh. they were like. Did you stand on the toilet because you had seen it in a movie? I did, yeah. Yeah. And and then until they all went away, and then they did find me later, and they were like, "Do something funny!" Like they like they like wanted me to do something funny. A lot of pressure when funny. The people There's want you to be yeah. the clown. Yeah, it's not. Fu- it's, it's you didn't weird. feel like being on stage just then. Yeah, yeah, you were like, "Not today, guys." That's one of the worst when people are like you're a comedian. Like, I mean, oh, you get this. Say something funny. Say something funny. And you're like, no. That's a Boston. That is yeah. such a Boston. Oh yeah, tell thing. us a joke. I'm like, I don't do. I don't tell jokes. Yeah. And also, I might not be funny. I just—it's—it's <laughs> it's the profession I've chosen. I'm—I don't—I'm not sure I could tell you I'm funny, but like, just also, it's like, fuck you, Cleo. Oh, oh, you're an electrician. Yeah. Like, turn on my lights. That's for how, me. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, get in here. Turn on these lights and turn them off again. <laughs> fuck you, Nick. I feel like no one's ever said <laughs> say something funny to. Oh you. no, no. <laughs> they know what they're getting with Wiger. I looked up the messy. Uh, I looked up the messy Marvin of commercial. Messy Marvin? Yeah, here. We, no, we, we. I've got this oh, commercial oh, here. We here can we roll go. out. We can roll a little bit of this. I'll put my mic up to the speaker here, um, and uh, we'll maybe add some of this Marvin. podcast. But this is for us. Yeah, that's what I looked like. Oh yeah. Yes, it's Nessie Marvin. Mm-hmm. How hard he tries. Oh Marvin. He always makes a mess. Except when he makes his chocolate milk. He uses good old-fashioned Hershey syrup in the no-mess bottle. Great-tasting, thick, rich chocolate flavor that Hershey always delivers without making a mess. Excellent. Hey, this it's it ties into food somehow. What? Totally, it's, it's a, I didn't realize. I, I forgot he was a Hershey's Hershey guy. Yeah, and also I just realized it's because I had fucking food all over my face and shit. I was that messy. Makes sense. I was also messy. Well, and you looked like him. 
Yeah, I did. I'll, I'll yeah. find a picture for us. But uh, you're a toe-headed youth. You know, you, yes. Were thanks, you a blonde Nick. as a child? Too? I was. I was blonde, yeah. and I turned a brunette. Yeah, yeah. I was like a dirty blonde for a bunch of my life. Yeah. Uh, and you- I knew what you meant about his his hair looking childlike. He looks like he's been running around the playground <laughs> at recess. Yeah. And just got a little <laughs> bit of that. <laughs> little sweat that little boys get on their forehead and then and then the hair goes tossily. It's very it's very charming. It's Let very me just charming say, look. I very much believe that he was running around at recess. All right. <laughs> Fucking creepo. <laughs> Looking up skirts. <laughs> Chasing skirts and mirrors on your shoes, Wagger. No, Mitch is Mitch is saying I'm a childless adult man. In 2019, going to a playground where children are hanging oh, out. Oh, dear God. That's what he's saying. That's dear what he's God. implying. That's what I'm that implying. That explains the minion dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, you're from, you're from uh, and, and I think people are, have inferred this from, from what you've been saying, but you're from Newton, Massachusetts. I am, is that yes. correct? So uh, growing up in Boston, did you spend your whole childhood there? Near, in I the did, Boston yeah. area? What is your, Boston, a big a, a big food city with some some specifics to it. Yeah, what do you think of in terms of like your your childhood faves there? Both in terms of you know just local delicacies, but then also some of the local chains that that are that are uh, specific to the Boston area. Um, well, I was actually home yesterday. Whoa! Um, just for two days, and can I just say Nick knew that, so his woe was just insincere. Well, I guess he's a better actor than we thought. <laughs> so watch out, Charlie Brown, because you might have some competition for the for the revival. This is me um, as a child, by the way. Oh, you look exactly like Messi. You Marvin. really do, boy. That's a real Mario sweatshirt you got, a you got there. Nintendo yeah. Power sweatshirt that rules. Oh, I got to see that. Hold on, a little closer. Um. Yeah, the glasses, too. Yeah. Well, you were really blonde, though. I was really, really blonde. When did it turn? I don't want God, to get a hold is, of my phone. Okay, hold on. Yeah, what else has he got in there? Um, this, don't uh, look. I, th- we would have been friends as kids. We I both like Nintendo. I think your that relationship would have been exactly the same as it is now, which is like <laughs> you would have been two kids that hung, hung out all the time together, right. but... Your mother would be like, "Are you sure you want to have him over today for a play date?" And it would be like there would be that read like <laughs> yeah, like it would sometimes end in tears. There would be a lot of I, I can't explain just that same dynamic of like we love hanging out, but also are we enjoying this? Yeah. I don't know if we're enjoying this. There was this uh, this I'd break your fucking flute or whatever the hell. What would you, what'd you play? I mean, uh, I did were play you an oboe? An oboist? Uh, bassoon was the double oh, reed. Bassoon. Was on, bassoon. Yeah, I played all the woodwinds. I dabbled in all. A clarinet, clarinet, saxophone, and bassoon. Once were my you mains. get the clarinet down, <laughs> you, you gotta be like like a, if if you're a five tool player, if you're someone who can hit, hit do all the woodwinds, do single reed and double reed, mm. you can you can work a bunch. I mean, because I and I did I did pursue a career as a musician, but if I'd wanted to, I could have been a guy like playing it, uh, playing in musicals and stuff. Can I can I can I be honest with you? Yeah, I don't think you could hack it. <laughs> I probably could. It's a lot of sitting there quiet until it's your turn. Well, that I can do. By the way, here's the guy you think is the coolest. Jeff Dutton, when he's like 15. He looks awesome there. No, he he does not. He He looks cool. No, he does. Heartbreaker. He looks kind of cool. Yeah, he looks really cool. What the hell? What's going on here? No, you know We're what? He does, he looks Amish in this picture, but he looks confident. <laughs> Will he? He looks confident. Yeah, he does. He looks like he knows 
people are people are talking about him. He's got a button up. He's got the Kurt Cobain hair. Jeff See if Dutton will let us let us tweet that out because he looks fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I would have want. I would have looked up to Dutton when I was a kid. God, when he was a great young. You lady. would look up to young Dutton now. What, <laughs> what a click! What a click this would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little. I was a little. A little Quincy boy. I. 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 I, I was going to Papa Gino's for my birthday occasionally. Oh yeah, delicious. Yeah. When I was in seventh grade, we used to have um, pizza parties. Basically, it was like. You, this was all very pre-Postmates and all that stuff, but you could, we could, there was, I think, one day a week where you would have, like, your your house or your homeroom mm-hmm. could order food, so you'd bring in money, and it would be, like, McDonald's one week, Papa Gino's another week, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. whatever. But Papa Gino's, I always had a mushroom pizza from Papa oh, Gino's. Mushroom. And you know, you know what was delicious from Papa Gino's? The Greek dressing. Oh man! It was like a ranch dressing, basically, yeah. but it was delicious. I always uh, got a salad with Greek dressing. I love D'Angelo's Greek. Uh, D'Angelo's was a big one for me because mm-hmm. we used to go up to New Hampshire a lot. My uncle had a house in New Hampshire, and D'Angelo's was on the Turnpike. Yeah, and so I would get from D'Angelo's a tuna sub with pickles from D'Angelo's. Damn! Yeah, I would do the steak and, and potato cheese. chips. I love a steak and cheese. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We played Newton North, I just realized. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? I went to North Quincy High School. Okay. So mm-hmm. I went to Newton South. Ah. But, okay. um, yeah. You know. But I'll tell you what my favorite... I mean, I'm a Dunkin' Donuts person. Right. I was, I was telling you, you this story before, which was that last night... So last night I had a flight home from Boston at 9.30 on JetBlue, and I still hadn't had... Usually I, when I land, it's like the first thing I do is get... A small coffee regular, which means cream and sugar. You just say regular, and they know what you mean. And then I get like four munchkins. And I just never, I'd come in, my first flight I came in way too early. It it was too early to even have a cup of coffee. And then it was just like, I'm trying to drink less coffee, which is ironic based on what we're going to talk about today. Right. But anyway, I was like, it, it just never worked out for me to get my coffee. And literally it was the last it was 9.30 at night and I was like, I got to have my fucking coffee because it do- the Dunkin' Donuts, within a hundred mile radius of Boston, it doesn't, it doesn't taste the same. It's like oh, you have to get inside the sphere of influence and then you, they know how to make it and they make yeah. it right and it tastes right and you can get it in other places and it's okay, but Mitch, it's not crying? authentic. <laughs> no, it's, everything's fine. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. I, I I do know what you're talking about. It's funny. I don't go that often out here just because it's a pain yeah. to go anywhere also, in LA. <laughs> I hate that thing of like, just because you can have something, like why can't something just be good where it is? Why right, do you have no. to be able to have everything? Like this is such a highbrow, weird one. But now there's a La Durée macaron place at the fucking Americana at Brand. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. used to just be like, one shop in Paris and then two shops in Paris. Yeah. And then it came to New York and now it's at the Grove. Right. You know what I mean? And you're like, no thanks. Every place has to expand. Like it's fine. I didn't, it was fine when it was a treat and now it's like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. What do I need? That Americana has a ton pink of cookies for. It has a ton of st- it has a ton of crazy restaurants and stuff like the Din Tai Fung and then the yeah. Yeah. that ramen place that no one like it's a I've that, never been to the ramen place. It's it's uh, what I forget the name of it, but it's, it's I like, love the packaging at Din Tai Fung. I love the way they package their to-go stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's very I've never like gotten to go there. Very innovative packaging. Like everything is in its proper place. Yes. Yeah. But you're talking about like you're specifically talking about the trend of in a larger sense the idea of uh, the this 
geographic spread, geographical spread of of these chains that are that were once like very local. Like Halal Guys was just a, a few carts in New York City, and yeah. now it's like got a, a, like five hundred locations across North America. Yeah, I guess I guess Dunkin' Donuts in particular though is yes. such a New England, Boston thing, and maybe it's just like the time that I grew up. That it was a very local thing, right? And also, it's you know like, where, it's like where, a religion. Do you know where it originated? The first Dunkin' Donuts. I used to know, and I don't anymore. Quincy, Massachusetts. Did it? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. time to make Fred. Time to make the donuts. Fred was there. We'd I'd see Fred all the time. <laughs> there was this awesome actor who was just a commercial actor yes. who just his job was to like wake up and be tired and have to put on his slippers and then go make the donuts and fall asleep while he was making the donuts. And that was the ad campaign forever. It was just time to make the donuts. He was so miserable that he had to make the donuts. <laughs> right. He was the greatest. He was like a brilliant comedic actor. I, 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 I just even listen to that uh, messy Marvin commercial. I, like a, uh, the old timey voiceover, that's fun. That's a, a, like a like oh, a, messy It's Marvin. like a story. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's so much. Why, why, yeah. why is that gone? That guy's kind of gone, gone away. Well, he's dead. W- which guy are you talking about? Well, I don't about? mean specifically that guy, like that one voice actor oh, yeah. in that messy Marvin's. I mean, they, that, that, that trope. construction. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Well, it, it, it's, every, every commercial has to be funny. Like a little earnest. Like, or they have to be, yeah, they have to be like quick and cheeky and like. Right. Or, or like. Uh, sarcastically impressed by things. Yeah, there's a there's a Taco no, Bell you. spot right now that's 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 been airing during the NBA playoffs where it's these it's like these gangs. It's, it's basically like the Warriors, uh, mm-hmm. the uh-huh. the movie, and and so it's like all these stylized like '80s street gangs that oh, are yeah. all have their allegiance to a different Taco Bell menu item and they're dance fighting. In, and it like cool. It's like cool. It's got like a cool aesthetic, a cool look or whatever. But then it pops out to an onlooker, and he he's like, it's just a regular guy, and he's like, are they dance fighting? Like it's just like, yes. oh, why do we need to have that? Why couldn't they just be dance? Fighting? Why couldn't it just be like a yeah. thing that we live in? Yeah, why do we have to that break yeah. that? They are dance fighting. You fucking yeah. idiot. I have to say, I am not a Taco Bell person. I have never. Wow. I've only had it one time because I finally was like, Mitch is seething. Bring the. Well, we didn't even have Taco Bell really on the East Coast. <laughs> there, there, I will. I, I admit Did that, you that there was it? not a lot of. There was a, a Taco Bell KFC that. Oh, it was a maybe KFC. on the highway or something. There was a KFC in Quincy forever, and then they added Taco Bell when I was right. like in high school or something. So Taco Bell was not a thing, mm. like on the east, at least in Boston. It was. It, there's not. You wouldn't find as many Taco Bells for sure. Now there is one in there. That one that opened in my and when I was in high school is still around. And there's all those combos like Baskin Robbins is always with. Um, who were they with? Paired with? You know how there's oh, yeah. the, these they, ones. They, they're with Dunkin' Donuts. They're with Dunkin's a lot. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if so but much. But so various people are paired with people, KFC and, and Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And so Taco Bell just wasn't a thing. Yeah. And Mexican food like that wasn't a thing. I, I say that on this podcast a lot that growing up like like there was there was Chinese food in the and and oh, we'd, we'd Do you know that my favorite thing in the world? Literally my favorite thing in the world, like my death row meal, is a cheap Chinese egg roll from a like New England or New York Chinese restaurant mm. and my favorite place in the world is a bar in a Chinese restaurant yeah like with those Polynesian decorations yeah. and and a Mai Tai and a mm. fucking shitty zombie drink you're talking about and a poo-poo platter mm. like that to me is like the greatest 
the greatest of all time. Mitch, she got you back. <laughs> she says she started she, off you, by you, slamming you, Taco Bell, and you were going to lose. She didn't your, really slam it. Just, your what, what I was actually going to say about Taco Bell <laughs> is that I'm incredibly impressed by the people at Taco Bell mm. because I have never. I don't know any company yeah. that reinvents themselves yes. to the degree that Taco Bell That's does. We talk about that right. a lot. It's all the same. Now, now there's going to be mini Dorito bites inside of it. It's all the same shit. And everybody makes that joke about Mexican food, which is like, oh, what is it? It's a it's a burrito. What is it? It's a the wrapper's different. It's cheese and beans and and meat. Yeah. What's this one? Meat and beans and cheese. You know, like right. that whole story of like, oh, it's all the same food. But they're constantly reinventing themselves and constantly pushing the limits of creativity. I mean, yeah. I think it's incredibly impressive. Yeah, what they do. We're back on board now. <laughs> I don't want to eat it, but but I you will sometimes. It. I made I I once had a crunch wrap. Yeah, that's what I wanted to try. I was like, that seems like the one that's for me. The one because I also loved Doritos as a kid. Yeah, but I was like, that seems like the one for me, the crunch wrap. And then it was disgusting. But it was <laughs> wow. but but I also think those flavors are flavors that you have to have them in your youth otherwise you won't crave them so like i was in boston as i was saying over the weekend yeah and i was like i'm dead i had to go for a funeral and i only had a certain amount of time and i was trying to figure out like would i be able it's that weird thing when you go home of like will i be able to do my things yeah but also like boston's a great town it would be great to go eat at a nice restaurant in boston but of course, what I want to do is go get onion rings at Kelly's Roast Beef in Revere Beach. Yeah. Like, that's all I want. You know, so I'm like, well, so we'll go to the I'm funeral. I'm so sure. Yeah, I don't care about <laughs> But the you've North got your stuff. own c- clam shack or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so we're going to go to the funeral. Then we're going to go to my mother's grave. And then we're going to go to Kelly's Roast Beef. Like, that was like I had the day planned out around these that's onion great. rings. But also that nostalgia of those flavors. And then I didn't end up getting to Kelly's but what I did end up having was fried clams yeah. for dinner and in a lobster roll though I'm not such a lobster roll person but I think like Kelly's roast beef the barbecue sauce at Kelly's roast beef mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite flavors but I think if I didn't taste that when I was six years old and become like crack addicted to it right then it, like if I didn't I was too old when I tried Taco Bell so I was like oh this is gonna kill this could kill me yeah, you know. I wonder how I will feel about Kelly's. Have you ever had Kelly's? I've had Kelly's. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I. I. Uh, is it is it a small chain or just like a one shop? No, they probably have. There's probably the, five or six of yeah. them okay. now. Okay, all right. I think so. There's right? that. Well, there's or there's at least three. Yeah. There's the one. The big in, one on on where is that? Revere on? Beach is the original. Okay. And also, my mother grew up in Revere, so it's like that was very much that was. The hamburger stand was Kelly's roast beef. Yeah. And then there's a big one in Natick, actually. And I think there's one in the Burlington Mall, maybe. I'm not sure. What's I the, think you're right. What's the big drive-thru one? Is that off? Is it? It's not a oh, route, is it maybe route it's one in or Dan- not? On Route 1, maybe. Is it route yeah, one? I think there is, one, in, there is okay. one in Route 1 in Saugus, maybe. That's the one I always go to is that yeah. Route 1 one. Because yeah. it's not that far. It's not far from if you're It's not far from if you're getting, leaving Logan and you go north on Route 1. Yes. Right? It's very close, I feel like. But also, if you, stay, if you just went 1A a little further you'd be in Revere in 10 minutes yeah. and you could eat it right on the beach like being assaulted by pigeons and it would be great North Shore I, 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 but Revere I, is literally like six miles from the airport yeah. man I know we've yeah. got some Boston expat yeah. listeners who are just fucking busting in their jeans listening to all this yeah. hyper specific <laughs> Boston geography but I also have my favorite my favorite Dunkin Donuts is in um, Revere 
Like, you know how you have uh, yeah. your ones that yeah. you like to go to? My favorite one is on the way back, coming back into town, there's one that's next to, hilariously, a yacht club. <laughs> it's But the funny thing about this yacht club is my uncle was a tuna fisherman. Whoa. Like, and that was like for sport. Oh, okay. And he belonged Still to... Still cool. But it's like... It's not a yacht club. It's sure. a, just a place where they leave their boats. Right. It's like a marina so, more. Yeah, exactly. Right. But yeah. it's called the whatever yacht club. We had marinas and, in Long Beach. And but that sounds fancy, though. No, it's not. But you have like a marina. Yeah, like a, right. Silver spoon wagger. <laughs> yeah. But there's a tiny little one that looks like a like warming hut, like a fishing warming hut. Yeah. And that's one of my favorites. And the other one, one of my favorites is on... I think it's where 1A and 60 come together. Like there's like a circle, a traffic circle. It's my, right at the top of Revere. My dad grew up in Howes Neck, which is a part of, part of Quincy. And when he was younger, he Wait, was, what's it called? Howes Neck. Howes Neck? Yeah. H-O-U-G-H-E-S. There's still Mitchell's in Howes Neck in, in, uh, in Quincy right now. There's, there's a... Oh, some of your family still lives in Howes Neck. Yeah, that's where, I mean, that's where it all started. Huh. On Darrow Street in Howes Neck. And uh, <laughs> my, da- my dad used to take a... He would... That's this where it all started? That's where it all started, baby. It must have started somewhere before that, <laughs> what? right? Mitchell's Mini Mart, Weiger, and How's Neck? You have a Mini Mart? Whoa. Your family has a Mini Mart? My, my, that's what my... A my, packy? My, 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 my nana and my, and my Uncle Kevin, who's passed away, they, uh, the, the, I, th- I think that it was them together that ran Mitchell's Mini Mart and How's Neck, and... How's neck is like on like a, it's like a little peninsula. It's so, a neck, yeah. And, and like even when I was like a kid, it felt like a very like it felt away from the yeah. c- city of Quincy, which is just not a big city anyways. But it felt yeah. like it felt like going to like a little boony part of Quincy almost mm. in a way. You get these little inlets and and yeah. peninsulas and things like that. It's just right. the way the coastline is. Yeah, yeah, and, and it my, feels remote. My dad grew up there, and he used. To, but this is the crazy thing to me is that he used to when he was like a teenager. Like used to go out at night and just like take the boat out at night and go to like Squirrel Island and bullshit like that. Like steal someone's boat? No, he had his own boat. You freak. He had like his own little boat, and he would he would go out in the boat and like go to these little islands and stuff. Isn't that but crazy? It's pretty it's like cool. It's like your dad was a little rich kid. <laughs> he was no. Again, it's like the no, op- this It's is, like the opposite of that. Towny, it truly is. It's really towny stuff, is what it is. It was. How's next? It's not, how's, so it's like there's the rich people, and then there's the people that take the rich people to their boats. And those are the people are like the, the local it. people, the townies. But because I really also grew up part of the time in Marblehead. My family lived in Marble. My grandparents lived in Marblehead. And so we would go there every weekend. And then in the summer we would go there. And so I was not like a Marbleheader, mm-hmm. but I had exposure to that life. And we were never like we never owned a boat or anything. Yeah. But that's part of that. It's the same in Maine. Like it's sort of there's a townie. There's always somebody that's got to get you to your boat. I gotcha. Yeah. So this like is, someone is, would some, yes, the, yes, someone the, would take think Mr. About, Mitchell to his boat. But think about Jaws. Like think about the kids yes, that fool. are the kids that are the cops kids in Jaws yes, are right. sailboating during the summer, but they're not the rich kids on the This island. is like 1955. <laughs> that's what it is. That's when my dad was 13 years old. Wow. He was born in 1942. This is 1955. It, it, it's like you got it all wrong. You think you think Mitchell's Mini Mart was a fucking Target? You fucking asshole! It just does sound pretty nice. Yeah, it sounds nice. Yeah, <laughs> my nana would give out candy for free. <laughs> she didn't are care. Your pe- are your people Irish? Yeah, I found out that I'm ninety seven percent Irish. Oh boy, mm-hmm. what's the other three percent? Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> One guy got on a boat and like couldn't find his ticket to get back on it, and that was it. <laughs> The 3% is horsey sauce. 
some mayonnaise. Yeah. The other three percent is mayonnaise. Um. So uh, outside of uh, outside of of being from from the Boston area, you are a a, a working actor. You have been for some time. I'm always curious about actors on set food routines do you oh have anything boy. when you approach a you approach the catering truck when you you have that all those that the craft services tables yeah. there do you have a snacking and eating strategy when you're working a 12-hour day on set well uh i think you're either in or you're out oh interesting with craft service right like either you're in because every day it's like Imagine you're at like a second grader's birthday party every day. Yeah. Every day there's like, you can have Cheetos or you can have a tuna sandwich right now, or we're going to have burgers in half an hour, Mm -hmm. or there's going to be, oh, hold just, oh, you don't like this? Just wait a minute. We're going to have chicken and waffles. I mean, at least I've been fortunate to work on shows that have great catering, but this last show that I worked on or that I'm working, the Abbey's, which is airing now, we had incredible craft service like top top notch and it would be the kind of thing where you would come in let's say you came in at 11 a.m and they would just have there would be breakfast because breakfast had been out for the crew yeah the the other thing to remember is like they're not catering to the actors they're catering to the crew and to the background actors really yes and then when they bring us lunch and stuff like that they do try to get us things that we'll like but for the most part they're feeding like a small army got it so there's just all of these choices but there's catering which is that those people serve you breakfast lunch dinner yeah and then there's craft service which is just all day there's food in case you should want for anything and so you would just come in one day and it would be like oh there's a taco cart just from like 11 to 12 30 but lunch is at two yeah you know or whatever so so basically to me anyway you're kind of either in or you're out you can't i mean you could but what is this life of like uh, this is not gonna be a popular thing to say but i could say it because i would put myself in this category that for fat people, everything is an occasion. Mm. So you go out to dinner and, hey. you're, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> so that you're like, oh my God, they have chocolate cake. We have to get it. Yeah. Like what? Like, and I'm in that category. Like, right. We're going to eat at a restaurant. Yeah. We should try everything they have at the restaurant. I mean, you guys today, you guys were like, we'll get to this later, but we ordered a bunch of food Yes. and you guys were like ready to call it at this. And I'm like, well, what if we also tried this or tried this? Cause this is what we're doing. Right. This mm-hmm. is fun. But if it's all, di- but that's like assuming you eat out a couple times a week or whatever, this is all day, every day. So I think you have to either be like all in or all out. Meaning yes. like you're going to allow yourself to try everything or, or you're like, you know what? those chicken and waffles don't exist to me yeah. because otherwise I'm going to now have chicken and waffles for breakfast again because then you have them Yes, and you're like, shit, what if I had a grilled cheese and chicken instead? I mean, it's like you just, the weight comes on so fast. I mean, you guys know from being on sets and stuff, it's like, or in a writer's room where the greatest part of the day is ordering lunch and somebody can, I always feel like I describe this as like babysitting. Mm Mm-hmm. Where when I was babysitting, it would be like, so you're alone in someone else's house and they're like, eat anything you want, watch whatever you want. And in your own house, it's like you're eating what your mother's serving for dinner and or whatever snacks. I grew up with six kids in my family. So like whatever snacks you can get your hands on before they're gone. Right. And then you go to somebody else's house and there's nobody else around. 
You can watch anything you want on TV. Like you're completely in charge of the clicker. And these people who often have small children and therefore have like lots of fun, sugary snacks and ice cream and whatever, and you can fucking eat anything you want. Yeah. You can make a Duncan Hines cake and eat the whole thing if you want to. Turn and on Skinamax. Doesn't that sound good? Some... Yeah, watch a little light porn, <laughs> like a little soft porn. No, because the kid goes to bed, and you're like, I got another three hours. Right. Now. <laughs> and watch a little soft porn and eat a Duncan Hines cake. Why not? Eat some frosting out of a jar. I, I babysat for the kids next door, the the kids who live next door to me. Yeah. I think I've said this before to you, Nick, right? That one kid would, was such a little asshole. I, he's a good kid. He's a good yeah. kid now. He's an adult. But uh, I... Uh, you made eat him. all his favorite snacks. <laughs> well, I did that no matter what. <laughs> but uh, I made him stand on the top of his cellar stairs and close the door and turn off the light. Oh, my God. That's a punishment. Man. How long Which, did you I was like 13. I think back on it now, and I'm like, that was That's oh, traumatizing. How long would you leave him down there? I would just like, it was just like a second. And then he would yeah. feel, he <laughs> start crying. I was like, yeah. don't be bad anymore. And then his little brother pulled down his pants, and he's like, will you help me? And he had a big, uh, he had a big, um, birthmark on his ass but i thought it was all shit oh jesus christ oh goodness. what did he need to help with i think he needed help like being wiped or something oh god but it, but it wouldn't wipe off because it was a birthmark <laughs> yeah and it was a bir- it turned out to be a birthmark i wanted to get it i was like Ugh, i don't want to deal with that and i still don't think i dealt with it i think he just told him to <laughs> pull up his pants or or just put him in a bathtub <laughs> put him in a hot tub on that on that disney cruise <laughs> I shouldn't have said that about fat people. I'm a fat person, but it's but it's kind of true. Where you're yeah. like, let's get the cake, and it's no, like you don't have to get the cake every time, right? I, I've I've gotten, or you can have like some of the cake. Yeah, I've I've gotten leaner, but I still have like I feel I still am a yeah, you're still, you're, I'm a doughy you're, guy, you're kind of a fat. Guy. I'm a fat guy. You're a dough boy. I'm a dough boy, and then I've got, but I've also like you get the. Uh, this guy Ed Zitron wrote this piece that kind of stuck with me he's a guy who lost a bunch of weight and he's just basically kind of like talking about how like you always feel like a fat person like you just like you always kind of have more like Ed Fitron (laughs) (laughs) we'll take a break we'll be back with more Toe Boys hey Mitch I feel like during the summer pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty yeah I'll tell you what the issue is that blasted sun Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is out, there's never a doubt. The moon, the moon is cool. <laughs> And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? 
I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the I love the smell too, and it helps you out not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on, I come can... on. <laughs> the moon, moon is, is cool, 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 cool. The cool. <laughs> moon is cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus sixteen ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. before your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. 
Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. Our chain this week has our guest just... Recoiled from recoiled your... Recoiled in her chair. Startled. Welcome back to Doughboys. <laughs> startled by my cadence. <laughs> Jessica Chaffin is here. We're talking Starbucks Reserve, the fancier subset of the Starbucks We, we just had a quick combo about... So they say. This, yeah, so they, yeah. Yeah, so they no say. Shit. Uh, we were just talking about how if you eat when you get to perform, mm-hmm. yeah. it's always a, it can always be just a, a bummer because... It yeah. Can, it, so like that's why I don't... I try not to have any of the special. Th- I think a lot of that stuff is for crew crew people. And I know I'm always jealous of them though yeah. because it's like they can eat. First of all, they're usually wearing some kind of an expandable pant. Yeah. To begin with. Yeah. They don't have to wear eight pair of spanks. Yeah. Which I don't know if you gentlemen have ever worn manx or whatever they call <laughs> them for men or a compression top, but basically what happens is it's like putting bread in a bag and then the bag just gets tighter. Oh God. And so what ends up happening is like, if you eat, your organs are now pushing against the sausage casing, the exterior sausage casing. So you also like can't breathe properly to walk properly, to like do your job properly. Yeah. And you just get tired if you eat too much. So it, so a lot of times it's just a tease where you're like, yeah, fucking, I'd love to make my own Sunday right now. Sure. But I'll fall asleep 10 minutes after this. Yeah, you know what? And I, the only thing I was paid to do to come here today is not to eat four hot dogs and have <laughs> make your own Sunday just because I was waiting. I was paid here to say three things <laughs> that will hopefully lead to another job at some point in my life. So it's like torture. Right. And that, you know what? I got to say, people say that Actors get old. It, it's the crew guys that the, the, those crew guys are enjoying the Sundays a lot. Oh, of those oh. spoiled crew the guys! Sco- you know, good they crew. Always, they always say it's for the crew, but it is <laughs> nice. Crew. It is nice to get. I do love like. I mean, everybody does this, but getting like a truck for the for the crew and for the yeah, that's cool. That's always so fun. And at the end of the day, all bets are off. You can go wild at the end of the day. I'll, I'll eat well, that's there is. but often like when you have an audition or not you. Me, uh, you know, like it's kind of like an exam, right? Like if you have a test in college where you're like, you prep really hard and then you cram, and then once it's over, you're like, now what? And so then you can either you either like take yourself to a nice dinner or you get a little have some booze, have a cocktail, whatever. Uh-huh. But you're kind of like it's that post exam feeling, yeah. where you're like, I deserve something for working hard. Yeah, God, I basically, yeah. I honestly will. Is that legit, every day? No, well, just for, waking up. Yeah, <laughs> I will legit treat sometimes treat like even a Doughboys record like that. Like, oh, oh I think man, that, that's totally legit. Yeah, we did two episodes in a row. I'm like, I'm tired, and I'll go get myself like Del Taco. Like, I'll get you do shitty get Del Taco food on top of the shitty food I ate. I was for gonna this say, unless podcast. of course you've already eaten the forty thousand calories of of the Doughboys food. That's my problem. Yeah, that's it, it's just a it compounds the error I've already but made. But do you eat? Do you guys eat really healthy when you're not eating that food? Like, does your body crave, do you find that your body craves vegetables yes. and water and stuff like that? I, after? Do, Sometimes, I do find yeah. that's, the, that's the case with me. Like, I generally eat fairly healthy. Or just although... McConnell's. <laughs> <laughs> My body always craves McConnell's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this year's been kind of a wash for me. I've, I've put on a, a, a good chunk of weight. I'm, I'm, I'm not as, I'm, I'm a little bit chubbier than I than I was last year and and it's because I've gone so far off the reservation in terms of 
in terms of nutrition. Like I'm usually like pretty strict and rigid about like I'm going to have a salad. I'm going to have, you know, some, some lean proteins. I'm going to keep things pretty strict when I'm not eating for this podcast yeah. or a, a nice meal I'll go out to with my wife. But I've just been having fucking shitty food all the time. Mm. I just had fucking, I just have like garbage all the time. I just started a, 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 me, a diet meal delivery service. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which one? Can I ask? It's called Zen. Okay. Is uh, it good? Uh, it's good. Oh, Eva Anderson okay. told me about it. Is it vegetarian? I, I literally just had my first meal last night. It's not vegetarian. I had a, uh-huh. a, a pescatarian. It's a no. It's a I had a bison chili last night. It's a oh. portion control. So it's like extra meat. It's like meaty. It's. I mean, I don't know if it's meat. Tonight is a uh, uh, turkey meatballs and zucchini. This and, sounds aggressively meaty. Uh, what are you talking what's, about? What's Zen about all this meat? Throwing bison chili it's, in the mix. It, it's, it, zen. It, zen doesn't mean like vegetables. I think it just means mm. balance. Yeah, it got just it. means balance. Yeah, yeah. It. and it's about portion control. I always eat bad at dinner time, so I yeah. just, I got a bunch of. I get. I'm getting di- dinners delivered. Have today. you ever considered dinner canceling? No. What's that? You just don't eat dinner. Whoa. That's it. This is insane to me. You don't eat dinner, and then whatever time you finish eating, your day. You could have like some broth for yeah, dinner or something like that. That would be that. And then this would just, be it for me today. And then you just start. A, well, we <laughs> we had quite a feast. I would be sad if that was all you had to eat today, though, because yeah. there wasn't anything that satisfying. No, it wasn't. See, well, that, we'll get that, into man. it. We'll that's get the, into that's it. the issue with Doughboys yeah. is that it will it won't scratch that itch. Nick. Yeah. we talked yeah. about this where, where you it's feel like, like you ate what you wanted. Yeah. Right, you feel like you ate yeah. what you wanted. No, to. you're just eat, yeah. it's just a chore. Yeah, yeah. By the way, dinner canceling sounds like dinner canceling. <laughs> dinner had some homophobic tweets from 2009. <laughs> I I went to a very uh, I went to an Austrian stomach clinic. Whoa! And one of their things is dinner canceling. That's so crazy. Yeah. Dinner is canceled. They yeah. tell you to cancel dinner a couple nights a week. Sorry, dinner. You can't yeah. host the Emmys. <laughs> It's canceled. Dinner's um, canceled. Mom's, you know, you on, mom's on strike. <laughs> I gotta say this. I know that this is. I I would be upset if I didn't uh, talk about this. Agatha Christie. She had a lot of crazy ideas, huh? We talked about her earlier in the podcast. Mm. Love Agatha Christie. What was up with her? I I played Paul F. Tompkins used to have a podcast called Dead Authors Podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I played Agatha Christie on the Dead Authors Podcast. What's her deal? It was really fun. How come she, how come she had all these mysteries? What she was a, she was just a. Good old fashioned, great brain, too smart lady who was rich enough to be be an eccentric, mm-hmm. when and you- was good at it. Could really spin a yarn. Her and Patricia Highsmith, both very good. Like, ooh, keep me on the seat of your pants. Right. I I like mm. when you the way you brought that up, Mitch. I thought you were like, oh, she she wrote something problematic, which I don't know know anything about her. No, no, no. The, the, it's kind of like being. Uh, you mean her how prolific she was, or yes, all these mysteries. I just I'm wondering what she's hiding. It's. <laughs> I th- okay, that's what's going I on. I think it's here. a platonic thing. I think it's kind of like Steve being like a Stephen King person where you're like like what does Stephen King probably do all day? Nothing. Yeah. But then he sits down and cocaine, and, he did a lot of cocaine. But yeah. <laughs> but like it's all in his brain and he wants yeah. to get it out on the page and then the rest of the time though Stephen King probably has like a dungeon and a few other things. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. re- I read his I read his book on writing which talks about his writing process and he was legitimately just like coked out of his mind oh, for really? like much of the it's 80s. like Doughboys. Yeah. <laughs> that feels very Cujo. Yeah, he I, yeah. I guess and I don't remember I think he was coked up writing Cujo, but I think Tommy Knockers specifically is the one he has no memory memory of writing. Oh, it was just I a, didn't well, I take it back. I didn't know he was so fascinating. Yeah. Agatha, Agatha Christie is fascinating to me too. I think she I think she's high in something. <laughs> I I'd like to think there's a few dead bodies in her. Yeah. 
in a, in a in an old steamer trunk somewhere. Christy also kind of sounds like mystery. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's like it's like Wetzel's and pretzels. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Let's uh, let's get into what we had at the Starbucks Reserve. We went to the one over on Hillhurst Avenue. Nick has the receipt. Out I have in the his receipt hand. here because it's the they don't have their the Starbucks Reserve menu online. So this is the best chronicling of of uh, the best rundown of what we had. It's um, shaking either from your anxiety or too much coffee or lack of. Booze. And there's a, I will say there's. A lot of crossover between the reserve menu and the regular menu. That's true, yes. yes. There yeah. are a lot of items. I was get. delighted that we were doing Starbucks because I feel like people always find themselves, for, some people want to, right. but forced to eat at a Starbucks yes. by circumstance. So I Ugh. feel like so many people have opinions about Starbucks. It's always so a compromise. I was very excited that we were doing Starbucks. It's always, that's, that's their slogan, Starbucks. It's <laughs> always, always a compromise. <laughs> it's really us is. or Wetzel's. <laughs> um, so let, so so here's the the food we have. We'll, we'll start there. And by the way, my I just have a low grade tremor. That's just a, oh, I think it's a neuro, oh. I think it's a neurological. No, you've thing. had like 14 cups of coffee since I've been with you. I have had a lot of yeah. caffeine. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then I'll come down with that with a bottle of red wine after the podcast. That's I'm just I'm just caffeinated or or uh, cheap uh, red wine. No, I got I got. Well, like, will you drink any? What are you? Fifteen to twenty five. I'll, I'll go a little cheaper point? than that. I'll go like in the seven ninety nine. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go in like the eight to fifteen range. Okay, somewhere in there. If I want to splurge, I'll maybe get something a little bit more expensive. If it's a, if it's a varietal I'm interested in, but yeah, I, I try not to spend too what much. What is on a wine. varietal you're interested in? Oh boy, I got like a good cab franc. I'll uh-huh. give. I'll take. I'll spend a little bit on that. You're making this in your bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm drinking Pruno, it. Pruno, I believe that's called. <laughs> prison wine. So the uh, the the black bean wrap, the PB&J protein box, which was a whole bunch of crap, uh, as Jessica pointed out, intended for kids, and the turkey Reuben were the savory lunch items that we ordered first. Let's start there, and then we'll talk about the breakfast. We're, we're kind of, oh, you know what? We got so much shit. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll just kind of go so in receipt much, order here. so much to get through. Yeah, so, yeah, break it down. The black bean wrap, I think, was, well, do you want to, you want me to break, th- go through everything? Say everything we got. Okay, I'll go, I'll go through the whole rundown. And then we'll take a we'll take it course by course. Black bean wrap, PB and J protein box, turkey Reuben, uh, bacon sandwich, bacon sous vide bites, egg white sous vide bites, chicken chorizo sous vide bites, ham and cheese sous vide bites, Bantam everybody's Bantam classic bagels. I don't know why they called everybody's not everything bagels, but that's what it says in the receipt. Every, uh, everybody's bagels. They're called, called everybody's bagels. And also, I want to say that bacon sandwich you talked about was a bacon che- double double smoked bacon and cheddar with eggs. So that's what the DS sandwich. stands for on here, not dual screen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, blueberry muffin, uh, old fashioned donut, donut cake pop, birthday cake pop, cookie cake pop, house affogato. Why are you getting mad as the list goes on? It's a lot of stuff. A, an iced hazelnut latte. Uh, iced what the fuck was this it was the care it was the cold brew malt what was the what was the malt it was just a it was just a it was a cold, coffee malt right cold brew malt right shake. and what was yes. the last one it, iced care the, car- cold the mac. caramel Ca- thing you caramel had. uh macchiato. macchiato that's what it was iced macchiato yeah but they oh, wait, had, was, had a like, fancier name than yeah that. it was like phantom like wasn't it like phantom yeah. the phantom menace <laughs> it was phantom nitro or something it was it was like a phantom shade or right. something weird i forget what maybe it was the name is on your picture that you took it of might the board. be of the it board be. because they have fancier names yes yeah. they do we, have fancy i don't names want yourself. people to be be confused and think that was just a hazelnut latte because i remember asking yeah and what we were told was if in the fancy version they don't just use the like tarani syrup or whatever mm-hmm. they use hazelnut paste yeah. in order to flavor it fucking bullshit um iced hazelnut and if you believe that i got a bridge i can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy, what a bunch of bullshit this stuff is. Not to mention this fucking plastic cup. What am I supposed to do? Take this to the beach? Yeah. Truly. It's yeah. crazy. Like this is like a pail you buy for a kid to take to the beach. That's how thick the plastic is. <laughs> It's, it's a it, goldfish could live in this for a week at least. It's like a collectible cup, but it only has the Starbucks Reserve logo on it, which, which looks like the Rockstar logo. Totally, um, it really so, does look like the Rockstar logo. It's yeah. confusing. So the the one that the, the hazelnut thing, uh, the iced hazelnut Bianco latte is what yeah. it's called. Okay. And, and the, what about mine? Yours is the uh, it's the cold brew malt. Was that it? No, no, no. no. no it's, that's it's, what it's, I had. It's on the right side of the board, top right. Top right, the iced cinnamon cloud macchiato. No, it's the it other one, the caramel. Iced caramel cloud macchiato. Cloud, cloud macchiato. That's what it cloud was. Involved. It Named look- after the Final Fantasy character, Nick? Yeah, it is. It's a cloud strife <laughs> macchiato. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so uh, let's see. So let, let, let's just run down. We'll Should start we with, go breakfast, lunch, dinner? I think that's a better way to do it. So Ooh, let's start good. with the let's start with your your bacon sandwich and then the sous vide bites. Hmm, we need you um, on the show more often to help us break this down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to remember how we experienced it because I feel like we did move through through the food in a traditional like day way, and yeah. then and then we have our we surprise surprise we still have our cake pops. We still have to our try. We do have the cake pops on the air. Open. Yeah. Um. So let's uh let's start with those sous vide bites. Uh. I think we were all kind of. I mean, I to me they they look gross. They look disgusting. I'd never yeah. had them before. They look bad. Yeah. And these are these are one of those menu items as Jessica pointed out that is available at at most regular Starbuckses. Um, but this was a, I, I felt these these they tasted better than they looked. And, sure. and I'd say like two of them were winners, and two of them I was kind of uh, eh, didn't love. Yeah, two of them were bad. The trees are one that you can throw in the fucking trash. That was disgusting. weird. Disgusting. Really weird. Not only did it look poor, it looked awful. I don't know whether that's is this a trend now, like a southwestern palette. Is that a trend? Because I'm not interested in that. It fucking sucks. Like I, you I, know when everything was pomegranate for a while. Yes. Is this the thing now? Everything has to have adobe chili sure. in it or Fuck some bullshit. Pomegranates, that tiny fruit. Get the tiny fruit out of here. Okay, Nick. let's take it easy. Pomegranates are fine. <laughs> uh, I love. I, I oh, uh, take it easy. Pomegranates are fine. I like. I, I I'm okay with pomegranates. Natalie likes them a lot. I don't want to say anything. A pomegranate is fun to eat. It's fun as a real pomegranate. Yes. Uh, oh, but this so is all about Natalie. No, huh? but a pomegranate. Yeah, I'm sticking up for my wife. You piece of shit. <laughs> I will say, a pomegranate is the food of myth. So mm, it is. Sure. It's a magical food. Like right. it, it is a like. How did it get this way? And how do I eat it? And can I eat the the combs out? I mean, it's a disappointing food because it's it's always more seed than liquid. But you do feel a little bit like a Roman god eating pomegranate. Yeah, it's- drinking pomegranate juice is just like. Why bother? Yeah, I agree. Too tart. Um, the uh, with not enough flavor. Yeah, but the bites. There was really only one winner in the bites for me. The was that the which one was it? I think it was the bacon. Yes, yeah. cheese one. Yeah, right. The bacon one was good, and and it, it tasted like the the way I said it there is it tasted the most like a quiche. Yes, I think I had two things going for it. one. I think it had the best flavor, and two, it felt like the most moist kind of newest right bite. Maybe I don't know. The egg white one I thought was bad. I, I just I also don't like egg white egg whites. Give me a whole egg. I mean, nutritionally, you know, but if the you want, is kind of. My complaint about the egg white one and also about the ham and cheese, the ham and cheese one. Yes. Because there was a bacon one and a ham one. The bacon one was the delicious one. Yes. The ham one, and I'm going to say this now, I said it to you at the restaurant. Why the fuck, whoever came, whoever decided that red peppers had to be hot and inside of things, mm. I don't mind a cold red pepper. Delicious if that's what you're into. But a roasted red pepper or a hot red pepper has an overpowering flavor 
that lingers. It, it overtakes because it's one of those flavors that's like a nose and mouth flavor. Right. If mm. you know what I mean. I mean, I know technically every taste is also a smell, but like it just takes over what's going on. And I know they just do it to give it color because otherwise the egg white bite is just white and green instead sure. of white, green and red. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. They slime up is my issue with the, oh, the peppers. Do they ever? They slime up. It's a it's a, a Denver omelet con I think is what they're trying to go for here. The green the green bell pepper, ham and cheese. Uh, but it doesn't really work in the bite form. Although I'd say that was that was one of the less objectionable ones for me. I love chorizo, I'll just say this. I I love chorizo and eggs and that's that's like you get that at a good Mexican restaurant. That's a that's a delightful dish, yeah. but this is just a terrible Trees no for this, this one. This one is this one is Boom. gross. This one tastes like trash. Yeah. Um we got the And uh, it looked it was not appealing. N- not at all. No. It uh, looks like mud. It looked like <laughs> it it really did it, it really did look like mud. Yeah. I was gonna say it looks like it looked like it looked like Freddy. It looked like Freddy's skin in many like it like yeah. a like yeah. a, like a dr- brown a burn dry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I guess that's I guess that is no, but Freddy. it wasn't anything that as an animal, if you happened upon it, like if you were a dog sniffing around, you wouldn't be like, should I put that in my mouth? Yeah. Yeah, you would right. just keep moving. It was yeah, like a, a, do- a clay putty. That's a great, great way yeah. to put it. The, there yeah. was a dog at the there was a dog at the front of the store, which was a highlight of the great visit. looking dog. Yeah. A good looking dog. His owner did take a picture of us at the uh, at when we were getting our food, and I don't know. Oh, I be- missed that. I don't know if it was because we were getting a bunch of food or what it was. Uh, Maybe they knew. They knew what we were really up to. They yeah. knew you were the Doughboys. Or they could have been it. Yeah, they thought I was Bruce Valanche. <laughs> or they thought I was Bruce Valanche. I was Bruce Valanche for Halloween two years in a row. <laughs> Were you Whoa, really? Not kidding. Not even a little. That's amazing. Wore a tuxedo T-shirt, frizzed out my red hair, glasses. And people were like, so like, you're just not interested in male company at all? Like, what's the, and I was like, what do you mean? This is hilarious. And it was like, just you, you're just the wrong guy. Like the right guy is going to want to go home with Bruce Valanche. Didn't happen. There wasn't a third year. <laughs> Sexy Bruce Valanche. <laughs> I, I just wore no pants. I put I, I pasted I pasted hair onto my thighs and wore a speedo. <laughs> Kidding. So the uh, the 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 been a good idea though. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Were the the ba- the air, the bagel bites the everybody's which okay. was the one that was cu- was Let's covered with the everything seasoning bites. and it mm. had the veggie cream cheese inside and then the, the classic one which was just like a plain bagel with regular cream yeah. cream cheese yeah um uh, Jessica what did you think of those two bad boys I think Mitch and I had equal opinions on this yeah yeah well here's my thing you you right yeah. away was like you got to give a warning if it's veggie cream cheese which I agree absolutely with. here's my question though in hindsight why why not have the veggie cream cheese and the plain one and the yes. everything have plain cream cheese. First of all, don't have any veggie cream cheese in any of them. That's Amen. first of that's, all. That's the, it's a, yeah. This is not... It was really interesting because I love an everything bagel. Sure. Like, everything bagel is my favorite bagel. And so I was immediately expecting, oh, this will be fun, an everything bagel with regular cream cheese inside. Mm-hmm. And it's just that portion. And that sounds delicious to me. Right. And I like a bagel bite anyway. Like I like a bagel. I used to eat a lot of bagel bite pizzas. A little like I like a mini. A bagel's a fun concept, a mini bagel. Uh-huh. These are like dough bites basically with yeah. stuff inside and then some stuff on top. And so automatically it was such a turnoff, the veggie cream cheese. And the veggie cream cheese was like, 
there wasn't really enough of it mm-hmm. and it couldn't decide if it wanted to be more cream cheese or more veggie. And again, red peppers inside the veggie cream cheese, please. Ugh. Yeah. If there's one takeaway from this podcast to the food service, to the food industry, enough with the red peppers. Get but rid the, of the fucking just red please. peppers. Yeah. But the original bite, I have yeah. to say, uh, delivered on the promise of the taste of a bagel. It did. If I wanted, and I was saying to you guys, I thought, I bet you that's a really good seller for them because I feel like people that are on like Weight Watchers or Counting Points or that kind of thing, Uh that's a great way. You're always trying to find, I have this um, friend, this good friend, who started this business called Hungry Girl. And it's their tagline is tips and tricks for hungry chicks. But basically everything is a swap. Mm-hmm. and actually she would be a great person for you guys to talk to because she basically spends her whole life, she has this like test kitchen where they come up with recipes mm-hmm. so that you can eat the food that you want to eat, but for like half the calories or half the points, and how can you get it to taste as much like the thing? Yeah. And so these bagel bites are very much that thing of like, do they scratch the itch mm-hmm. of... It's delicious to eat a bagel, but a bagel with cream cheese is probably, I don't even know, but like 12 points or something crazy like that. I bet you each of those bites are like three or four points and you could have one or two of those for breakfast and you would feel like you had a a bagel. It tasted like eating a plain bagel with cream cheese and you didn't feel like you were depriving yourself and it was enough food. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was. They were. I was the plain a bigger ones, fan than I thought I would be. The, the plain ones. I was for, for a meal. I'll, I don't want to give any spoilers here, but for a meal that was pretty much overall bad. Mm-hmm. These. These. <laughs> no. I don't want to give any spoilers. I don't want to give any spoilers. Fork. Should we even finish talking? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the plain bagels with cream cheese were closer to a highlight than anything. Yeah. Else. Yes, I agree. If you can get past the delivery system, right? Because there's just something so. So sad about where you're like, does it have to be a bite? Like, can't you just yeah. serve? What about if you just sold half a bagel with cream cheese? Yeah, a small bagel. Of, and so then I don't have to. I mean, in the portion control department, it's helpful. But like, oy, 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 does everything have to be a cute version of something or could it just be the thing? That was my, that was my main issue with it is how hard is it to just High get a bagel concept. and yeah. eat half a bagel or like you're saying, just yeah. it's it's crazy. And, yeah. and I'm not even sure that that really saves you too, too much. Like, I think you're right that two of them would be a, like a three or something on the, or, or I six bet, points oh, I or bet something. two of them are like six, yeah. But th- but then like, isn't that close to what a half a bagel would be with some yeah, cream cheese on it? Yeah, you may as well like, have half a bagel. Yeah. Yeah, but they won't sell you half a bagel. No, you can't And then that. once you have the bagel, you're like, what am I going to do? Is this bagel? Yeah. Well, you save the other half for tomorrow. And now we're at 12. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants tomorrow's bagel? Yeah, but if you're in an airport terminal or something like that, yeah. you're not taking that to go. Well, let no. me tell you right now. You're at Starbucks. You're getting yesterday's bagel anyway. Yeah, that's true. I, I would say that the that for me, I, I just like I don't think of a bagel as something that's hyper processed, and this feels like a yeah. more a much more processed version of a bagel. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, like I, I just for me that that aspect I found unappealing. However, just conceptually, I don't like the idea. But the the classic was was not bad, and the the everybody's bagel was bad. Uh, I think this was I think this was a Shark Tank thing uh, as well. Um, the the oh, I would believe that your uh, your bacon sandwich, Mitch. You got well, they whoever got it, Cuban, you fucked up. Whoever whoever went in on this idea, yeah. they fucked oh. up. Feels like a Herkovic. Uh, <laughs> my, you're, you're saying my my breakfast sandwich, the double smoked bacon, yes. and cheddar cheese, yes, boo. Boo is right. It was pretty bad. Boo hoo, because I was sad. Mm. I thought that this would at least be something that they would get right. 
I'll save it for my end review. But look, if you're going to Dunkin' Donuts and you get this, the similar thing at Dunkin' Donuts, yep. it's not going to let you down like this. This is no. crazy. Dunkin' Donuts, and, and you know, I say this as someone who grew up in Southern California. I have no allegiance to Boston. I've never been there. But the but Dunkin' Donuts is one of the best fast food breakfasts available. It is. Like, that, that, that's that's in, uh, as someone with a, no, pre, no preconceived bias... That's just my my assessment of this chain. I'm not. I'm not but a, I'll also take an egg McMuffin over whatever that was. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I wish you. I wish you tried Dunkin' Donuts. Remember when it was like the donuts and bagels were fresh back in the day? Uh, Though the, there's still the, there are still places where you can if you get there early enough. But but the problem now is. They don't bake them on the premises. Right. Yeah. They come from a central location now. Yeah, yeah they're like shipped yeah. in plastic. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you know what I love is a Dunkin' Donuts blueberry muffin. Oh, those are. Have you ever had one? I love them. Or I a corn them. muffin, but I, their blueberry muffin had. is amazing. I've blueberry never had amazing. Really, really good. It's fluffy, and then it has just the right amount of sugar on top. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. And well, you put some butter. Oh, in Oh, speaking and of which, it. we had a fucking blueberry yeah. muffin. <laughs> can I get a Can I get a half a cup of oil with that blueberry muffin? <laughs> it. This, this, Fuck you! This yeah. is what blew my mind. Is yeah. that all these things? How that do you I was get like, this wrong? How do you? How, do you, how really are you bad. fucking these things up? The blueberry muffin wasn't good, and we can get right into it. That donut sucked too. Donut. You knew right donut away that was, it was a low point. The donut the was donut, the nadir to me. The donut was absolutely. The donut was a, as I was saying, a pound cake shaped yes. donut. It was not. This was supposed to be an old fashioned donut. And again, for anybody who's from the New England area or, or Canadians, I think understand this too, like a cider donut. So there's this. Yeah. There in the winter, there's this thing where it's, basically it's just a plain old fashioned donut. Sometimes with a little bit of sugar, or a little bit of cinnamon sugar on, on the rim, and it's it comes out of the fryer and it's crispy on the outside and it's soft and fluffy on the inside and they serve it to you with a cup of cider or a cup of hot cider mm-hmm. and it's just like basic donut right and that is what this was purporting to be just a cake donut yes and it first of all would have sunk to the bottom of a bathtub in an instant yeah. there's Super no dense. question mm-hmm. it was so dense that there was it was so dense there wasn't even room for like water to fill it up and waterlog it right and it just tasted like bad pound cake it was like they shaped it into pound cake it didn't seem like it was going to spring out of a pan no and how do you get that wrong this is a multi-billion dollar company how i'd love to know how many billions they spend on their test kitchen right and all of these foods are really simple foods so it's that weird thing to me where like nobody's like eh, let's dial back the oil right on that yeah. muffin how much are we putting in the batter oh a cup of oil Let's try a third of a cup of oil and see what happens. It's like everybody's just like, yeah, yeah, okay. It's yeah, that's fine. But but also it makes me worry about the American palate. Like, have people developed to a point where they're like, if this thing doesn't slide off my tongue, I don't feel like I'm eating it. We have terrible taste in this shitty country. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. I had a fucking pancake this weekend that had giant blueberries in it mm. that tasted like blueberries. I must had a heart attack. People think. It was like an old-fashioned fucking pancake. I couldn't get it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a pancake. Right. People think Avengers Endgame is like Godfather level. This country, oh. we're, we're fucking idiots, Nick. All right, don't go on your anti-Marvel rant. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Stay on topic. I, I, I used to love, uh, in I used, when my birthday is October 6th. Okay. So we would, I would go on haunted hayrides for oh, my birthday. Sure. 
And we'd have uh, spider cider and deadly donuts, uh-huh. Nick. Mm-hmm. And those those type of donuts you were talking about, they were they amazing, were delicious. Yeah. This donut, this donut is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Did you ever have awful. a Jordan Marsh blueberry muffin? I I, I don't know if I I but have I, you ever heard of them? I went to Jordan Marsh all the time uh, in Boston. A, there was one in Quincy. Okay, and there's a honestly a sad story where there was a you know the story, Nick, the cat that the little kitten that got away. The yeah, little, the little kitten that, and then it froze what? to death. Basically, hey, thanks for bumming everyone out. I know. What? Sorry. What? There was a little kitten blowing around the the parking lot of Jordan Marsh, and then we tried to go get it, and then we went back the next day, and it had frozen to death. It's like, oh. was it like early November? It was like just got like oh, that's crazy so cold, and it was a black and white cat, and that's why I have now a thing you get for these two jerks. That's why. That's why it, you got a soft spot for black and white cats. If it, yes, there's yeah yeah. Irma and uh, Wally and Irma. Yeah, Wally. Yep. So much of this podcast is just unpacking <laughs> dark things from your past. Just but this you is but this is it. what f- food and nostalgia, right? Yeah. But what I was going to say about <laughs> Jordan Marsh is so weirdly, this Boston department store, Jordan Marsh, had these blueberry. Mu- they had a bakery where they really just sold these blueberry muffins, and so you'd come in to go shopping, and it was right in the beginning. And Downtown Crossing was sort of the like all the trains sort of came across that area. And uh-huh. there was a Feline's and a Feline's basement and a Jordan Marsh. And now a lot of that stuff has gone away. Oh, I always said Feline's. Well, I said Feline's also, but if you're a real Bostonian, you say Feline's. Feline's. Oh, or Feline's basement. Feline's. Feline's basement was... And I'm, I'm obviously pumping up the Boston accent a little bit for the purposes of the show. But the truth is I never had a Boston accent. Oh, really? They, I just didn't. They just didn't have them where I came from. Hmm. Though there were some kids that did, but my mother and pa- my parents both totally had Boston accents. My, I went. I went to my orientation at Ithaca College, and they're like, "Say your name and say a little bit about yourself." <laughs> and I started talking. And she was like, "Hey," the, the orientation leader was like, "Hey, this isn't like a joke. You shouldn't mess around." She thought I was doing a fucking character. <laughs> And they I was do like, have I'm a, not doing a They are character. very strong in the dramatic arts and the performing arts at Ithaca. It's in, it was insane to me. Also, you, you were know, like, I wanted to see the gorge. <laughs> I came for the gorge. I stayed for the. And then from that day forward, I, 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 I did you try to get rid of it? I tried to get rid of it. Also, when I wanted to be an actor and something uh-huh. like, like I, I think I was very conscious of it when I was at Ithaca. Yeah. And then I came out here. I, it just it went away. Yeah. Nick says it no comes. One, ba- no one can tell you from Boston. <laughs> Nick says that when I talk to my Quincy friends, it comes back. Uh, or it my does. mom or something you like go, that. You go, the, the drawer. You say drawer, drawer in that Boston uh, Drawer? Way. Is that what you say, drawer? I can't believe that you said Quincy is nice because there's going to be so many people. Oh, not only one, Quincy because, is nice. because I've never heard anyone say Quincy is nice, but then two. You say Quincy is nice all the time. I mean, I love it as a city. Yeah. I do love it, but I. But I there I are parts of Quincy that are nice, is what I said. That's surprising to me. I, I mean, the, parts. Right. You're going to yeah. visit Go Quincy. to the tape. I'll, I'll go visit Quincy. Anyway, what I'm going to tell you is these muffins, they would basically draw people into the store and mm. they were these giant blueberry muffins with sugar on top mm-hmm. and they would just be serve them fresh all day. And then when they were out, they were out. And so, and then it kind of, Jordan Better Marsh rolls. closed and there was a guy who was the baker who made them for a hundred years or whatever. And a couple of years ago, my cousin sent me the recipe. It was like WCVB Channel 5 did a story on the guy. Uh-huh. Like, it was like if Chronicle did a story, but I don't think it was a Chronicle story. And so she sent me the recipe. And so now I make them sometimes. Whoa. And they're, wow. they're delicious. But it was such a specific Boston. And the trick, the secret, I believe, to his muffins was that they're half bread flour, half regular flour. Mm. And also 
when he takes the, the um, blueberries, he pours a little bit of the flour on the bowl and he also mashes them a little bit, not all the way, but a little bit. Damn. And that's how you get in a blueberry muffin if you want it, that like purple swirl. Oh, yeah. It's for mashing the the blueberry. Right, just like a little blueberry do, ribbon. Do you know what I love? I that love... wasn't the muffin we had today. That no, was not, was, the muffin no, taste was, was awful. It's really bad. What were you to say, sir? I, I, I love like department stores that have like little, f- and there's another one in New England. Bloomingdale's I... had amazing frozen yogurt and it was right when frozen yogurt was like happening. Yeah. They had some like European frozen yogurt mm-hmm. thing and so I'd go to the Chestnut Hill Mall and get, it was like Pinkberry before Pinkberry where you'd get just a plain frozen yogurt with fruit on it. There was, there was another. And cookies, Mrs. Fields cookies. There was a New England department Department store with like a and and for like on every sign there was a cartoon guy who had like a big nose and kind of closed eyes and mm. was kind of a chubby older looking man. Sounds problematic. It was <laughs> it was not problematic. It was like a cartoon Which guy. Was just a caricature of. I know. And, I'm, the, and uh, there was as a Jewish person, I'm getting very nervous. <laughs> and there was food. There was food in and the store. And did it say something like "Don't buy from Jews"? No. The, <laughs> um, this is boy, possible in Boston. Boycott this store. Um, no, so. so Say this again, though, about the food. It was, it was. There, there was like a food. There was like a little section where they sold food in this department store, and I can't remember the name of the place. Someone in Boston. Do you know where it was located? It was. No, because I was like a child. This is like child. Do you remember memories. any of the foods? No, I just remember liking it. I remember getting some popcorn and having Lord a blast. and Taylor. No, I don't think it was Lord and Taylor. So there was Saks, Lord and Taylor, uh, Jordan Marsh. I think it was like Filene's. a furniture type of store. Well, that to me sounds like Building Nineteen. It might have been Building 19. You know what? I think it well, was Building with, 19. The thing with the cartoon face to me that sounds is, like Building 19. I think 19. it was Building 19. But it was like Building 19 and three-eighths or seven quarters mm-hmm. or whatever. Or it could have been Jordan's Furniture where they were selling food. I, 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 it wasn't Jordan's Furniture. I think it was Building was, 19. Jordan's Furniture had space ice cream. or uh, yeah, yeah. No, Astronaut the, ice cream. What's the little balls M-O-M. ice cream? Oh, yeah. Dots. Oh, Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots. Yeah. Ice cream of the future. And it had yeah. Mom, which is like M-O-M, a, Motion Odyssey movie ride. <laughs> which is like a... Like a a chair that shakes. Yeah. 4D. That's fun. Um, it was fun. It sure is when you've never been anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> when you've never been to Epcot, it's what it's what it's what. People are just gonna say. I Quincy's... think it was Building 19, and I think the guy looked sleepy, like yes, almost like a sleepy. sleepy moon. Okay. It was Building 19, and there but was. I wonder what the food was. I don't. I don't remember. I want to find out. But okay. also. People are just going to say Quincy's nice now. Give me shit. Just look at the Wikipedia for Quincy. You're a shithole. It's a shithole. <laughs> Quincy's a sh- I'm being nice because I'm from a fancy right. place. Quincy's a shithole. Also, I'm North Shore and he's South Shore. South Shore rules. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's Absolutely not. You song is talking to them. Who is it? Greenpeace came by. They're here. You song. I'm a monthly contributor. <laughs> Thank you for your work. It's true, I am. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I like old school. They dare come and fucking interrupt our oh, yeah. podcast. Oh, <laughs> let to tell us about the Japanese whaling research again. <laughs> uh, we. Uh, I've never eaten whale. Have you? No. They, there was a there was a Why restaurant in Santa Monica. Whale? I would never eat whale. Oh, yeah, there was would. one. They closed it. Yeah, it's the called, one by the airport. Called the Hump on at the Santa Monica airport. What the airport. fuck? This yeah. is real. They were selling oh, whales. There was a whole. It was a great article. There was a whole uh, like sting operation. Yeah, they would bring whale from Japan in a cooler, and they had it. In and the it's tr- illegal to sell whale in, to eat whale in America. That's so insane. They had yeah. so the sushi and blowfish chef, too. The, yeah, so they had this illegal Fuga- fish. Fugazi is that what it's called? I don't. I, I don't remember what exactly what it is. Yeah. I don't think it's Fugazi. That's a fake diamond, right? I just remember that. Is, it, is it Fugazi a band? Fugazi is a band. It is dude. a band, but what do you call 
Japanese blowfish. There's a name for it that starts with an F U. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, if you know uh, the answer out there without Googling it, hashtag uh, Japanese blowfish answer. Funky fish. Hashtag funky fish. No. Um, and uh, I will say that the, yeah, so so they had, they, they, they it's illegal to sell, so they had it, they weren't even having it in the, the kitchen. They had it in the trunk of a guy's car, the chef's car, like packed in ice in a cooler. Mm-hmm. And, and if someone ordered it like off the secret menu, they'd go out to the car and get it and bring it in. And so, yeah, there was a, there were some activists who went in and ordered it a few times and then like took, like stole it, like took it to go didn't steal it they they paid for it but they um uh, they took it to go and then they exposed the whole operation wow. yeah. the restaurant shut down yeah santa monica should be shut down itself i that airport I that airport is being shut down and being converted oh, into a lovely public park which is nice it's oh, just going to take nice. a but why don't they want it to be an airport anymore well cuz it's really just for private hobbyists planes. For, for private planes yeah well, what's just, wrong with that i mean I, I think there's there's a there's a the lax is not too far from that it's you know and, and it's but those, the hobbyists can't work out of lax these people are gonna have to go to van nuys now yeah though they might have to go to van nuys I, i'm not too or worried to about snart or somewhere i'm not too worried about people who live in santa monica and malibu who have who harrison own a private ford plane. enjoys using the barker hangar he sure does yeah he crashed his private plane at a golf course not far from there that's right he's uh, crashing <laughs> left and right it's crazy well there's only 300 more things that we ate <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll get through <laughs> we the rest of our so shit. so much food. The, sa- the breakfast sandwich sucks. Breakfast sandwich was bad. Dung and Donuts destroys it. Let's, let's, let's speed still. through the lunch options, mm-hmm. which were, I thought were, were very bad. Uh, the black bean wrap was awful. Terrible. I, it, it was like I a, refused to try it. It was like a spinach wrap thing with, with black beans inside and, and a lot of red onion. And it was not seasoned at all. It tasted like a cold, bad burrito. And they told us it was new they, on the menu. Yeah. I hope they take it off immediately yeah. just from the sight of it. It's it was really falling bad. apart in the container really unappealing and also again to whoever's in charge of this shit don't send someone home from lunch with a mouthful of red onion yeah and if or if you're gonna do that call it a greek wrap so i know what i'm getting myself into it was it was it was bad that was was awful um, Get it off the menu. The the protein box with the PB and J. It was a bad peanut butter and jelly. The sandwich. The peanut butter and jelly sandwich was bad. How it was did bad. This, this, was, this was shameful. Was this really is bad. bad. This was like child abuse. It, this was like we don't care about children. Right. Just get whatever the cheapest, <laughs> whatever the cheapest bread is, and whatever the cheapest peanut butter is. In the, no one even tasted that sandwich before they wrapped it up and put it. And also. That whole box was like it's just, for it should have been called like the failing mom box. It was very sad. <laughs> like for like moms that were like, yeah, I just couldn't get it together today. I'm picking up a cup of coffee and here is your lunch. You that was like what that was. You don't even deserve Lunchables. I like, just like, ugh. I'm not even making another trip to the grocery what store. What was it called? Because it, it was called. It was called the, the like, Mercado box or something. Or like the PB&J box, but it was not called like the kids meal. I think yeah. it was called the protein box, but let me see if I have a picture of the oh, packaging. It was, it, was, that, it was awful. How do you do a bad half a PB&J? You know what? It's my mom's birthday today. Oh, that's, happy birthday, Mrs. Happy Mitchell. Birthday. It's an insult to my mom. That that box was an insult <laughs> to was. my mother. It was uh, bad. To mothers everywhere. Yeah, to moms everywhere. That, yeah. Moms. How do you get... Do you say mom? I say mom also. I say mom, yeah. Yeah. Does everyone you know say mom? I think so. Yeah. Ma- it's very... Not too many people say mom. Or ma. I say ma a lot too. I don't say ma, but I say mom. Ma! I say that from the basement. Oh, yeah. Ma! Yeah. Uh, ma from the basement. <laughs> 
Michael. And I say, Mosh, I'm down here. And she's I'm like, I'm in the basement. I'm in the basement. <laughs> He's in the cellar. <laughs> it was just called the PB&J with fruit and veggies protein box. And it also had a string cheese in there, which was one of the best things we ate today. Chocolate covered <laughs> raisins. Chocolate covered raisins. It had, it had carrots, cucumbers, and a ranch dip. It was dip. a box of sadness. Yeah, chocolate covered raisins. And yeah. is there anything else? It oh, was, apple slices. It was yeah. just the working mother's box. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was yeah. Or bad. the like divorced dad. Right. Oh, Meal like, box. Uh, give me one of those. I was supposed to do lunch today. And I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Eats half of it on the drive over. Um, the uh, the the turkey Reuben we got, which was a hot item. Well, let's get into that. Seven seventy five. The black bean wrap was seven forty five. These were very expensive venue items. Seven seventy five for, for the Reuben. Yeah, that Reuben uh, sucked. It was. I will say that just by the fact that they heat it up for you because it came, but the bread was buttered on the outside and then they warm it up in like a panini press. That like it just having something hot made it feel more like a meal with some dignity and substance to it, but it still tasted bad. And and I, bad. I, for me, the big thing was it's a Reuben made with turkey. The turkey was not the right meat for this. Yeah. Well, I disagree about a turkey Reuben. Oh boy. Okay. Um, because one of my favorite things is called a Georgia Reuben. And it comes from a place called Zingerman's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. Which is a delicious local deli who do, do a huge mail order business. And one of the things that they, one of their items that they have these Reuben kits that you can order. I always talk about this. And if ever anyone ever has like a baby or whatever, I always send them one of these Reuben kits. Mitch they, is ordering it right now. And they give you, no, no. Are you looking it up? No, I'm not. Um, I'll, I'll get to tell you. Keep going with your story. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Okay. Leaving? Leaving? No, I'm I'm, going to record the Celtics game. Oh. (laughs) Um, You don't have a DirecTV app on your phone? I did. That's what I was doing. Oh. Um, And so basically, they do a thing called a Georgia Reuben, which is totally delicious. This Reuben, if I'm going to get the sandwich to go in the press. Yes. Whether it's the grilled cheese or the this or they had some other fig thing. Like... I'm in the mood for a hot sandwich right now. Right. I obviously need a hug of some kind. Something's go. Something's <laughs> going on in my day where either I'm too cold and I can't get home to take a bath. Yes. Or somebody was not nice to me. Or I just need a hot sandwich. And that sandwich did not deliver on the like on the hug level. Yeah. In it, any way, shape, or form. It was bad product. And it was whatever their turkey was. Was that overse? The mistake was it was an overseasoned. Everything doesn't have to be the star in a sure. dish like that. What if it was just a delicious roast turkey, and then you let the other sauces all come together? Also, whoever's operating that panini press, the cheese wasn't barely melted. Mm-hmm. The bread was toasted-ish. Yes, and the flavors were just not right. It was the flavors were just off. It was a bummer. It was it was it was bad. It Disappointing was bad. for seven seventy five. Yeah. It was it was it was a very bad it was bad and I love a Reuben yeah, um, yeah. I'm a big Reuben fan too I, I love yeah. Reubens and this this was this sucks. do you guys ever go to Langer's and get the 19 yeah that's a that's a great sandwich yeah yeah um, my late my late grandfather's uh, favorite sandwich a, a Reuben and yeah this was this was disrespectful to his memory uh, we all we also had the yeah, Jesus the uh, a few drinks left. <laughs> With the let, let let let's 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 wrap up with our drink town uh, in drink town, and then we'll have these cake pops, and then we'll get to our final score. Uh, I think the uh, the affogato is just like a scoop of ice cream with espresso poured over it, so it's not at all a drink; it's a dessert. So just know what you're getting into. Yeah. You know, I've had I've had I, I think the drinks were maybe like were like the that's that's what Starbucks did it does, and I think like the drinks were generally 
uh, on a d- another level from the food. They were like better, and uh, I-, I thought this was pretty good. You know, it was again, it was six fifty. It was it was a lot of money Ooh, for it was? a scoop of ice cream with a shot of mm. espresso poured over it. Um, but it tasted it it tasted pretty good, and it was nice as the as the ice cream melted. It was very sweet though. Very very sweet. There's some kind of a simple syrup they're adding to that, and there's right. also a cinnamon element. So if you're not expecting a cinnamon element, yes, yeah. Beware. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, what did you guys think of that uh, that uh, cloud macchiato? I thought it was one of the better drinks. Yeah, talk about that delivery system. The delivery system is crazy. There's they they they, they you you thought that this that they fucked up the drink because there was this little cap on the top yeah. where it's a cold ice drink, but it looks like a like a like a latte, I guess, right? Like a, yeah, the, has the frothy the yes. frothy foam head, but it's cold, and you're supposed to. Well, I love the look of a layered drink. Like that's always fun to me when yeah. I get a if I get an iced latte that you can see the milk and you can see the the espresso poured into it. Yeah. I like that before it gets mixed up. Yeah. And this thing was trying to maintain the integrity of that look. Right. So it was like whatever the caramel sauce was, mm-hmm. then the um coffee, mm-hmm. then the milk and then foam on top of that. Yeah. And so it was trying to maintain that parfait experience. But the top of it was a sippy cup top. Yeah. Like for a child. Yeah. And so what they were trying to, I guess the engineering behind it is that you take the sip and that you, it gets to stay in that parfait shape and that the coffee, the coffee comes up from the bottom and you get all the flavors at the same time. Yeah. And actually the first couple sips were, it seemed to me, pure cloud yeah there's a lot of cloud that's yeah. where this is where the cloud element comes mm-hmm. in um but that it did do the, the actual cup as ridiculous as it looked to be a grown man drinking out of a sippy cup did deliver on its system yeah, yeah. worked yeah. pretty well it was yeah. it, it was what is it was what an is innovation a, what is a macchiato what is it basically that i think <laughs> i know i think it's where the milk is not where they're not mixed in together it's close to a cappuccino base like a, like a, or yeah but the elements are like isolated instead of i could be wrong could be wrong that sounds right yeah. i feel like we we should know this we host a food podcast and i think it's more foam and less milk or something mm, like that okay but also fuck that drink Anyways. again no it's like taco bell again yeah right less bean more cheese <laughs> crunch 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 um the uh the Caramel. Oh fuck! Wait, that's what we just said. The the hazelnut uh, Bianco latte oh, yeah. was the other one. Yeah, uh, which I thought was you know like it, the word you used. I think Jessica was was subtle. It was subtler than you thought. Like because everything there, most of their drinks are are their dessert beverages are aggressively sweet, uh, loaded with sugar. Mm-hmm. And this one I thought was it 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 just kind of like had, it was pretty muted. It didn't have a lot of of of, of sweetness to it. Yeah, in a nice way. Yeah, it was pretty nice. If I that's like what this you one. like. Sure. And it, and also it didn't have the fakey 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 hazelnut taste. Right. It it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Um and then the uh, the last of these drinks we got was e was that cold brew malt which mm. I mentioned. Which it, is a key item because this is where the reserve comes into play. Right. Uh, yeah, this was a they they have, they their have own, ice cream at these places. They have ice cream and they have their own cold brews. They make there their own nitro. Uh, do you guys want to guess at how much this cost? We got us we're getting ourselves a grande, which is the medium size. How much did we spend on this bad boy? Well, now that I know how much the affogato was, I'm mm. going to say eight twenty five. Uh, Mitch, you have a guess? I, I don't think I can beat that guess. Eight bucks. Uh, Emma, do you want to make a guess? Oh my god, I'm gonna go with nine. It's nine fifty. It's nine on the dot. Oh. Emma, damn. Emma wins the showcase. 
Wow. She's going home with a Nissan Sentra. $9. How much is a milkshake at uh, McConnell's, do Uh, we think? I don't know. I mean, it's got to be in that range. I know. I know it. I nine dollars. I think it's Sweet Rose Creamery, which is a a similar upscale bullshit. ice cream place. It's that like nine bullshit. bucks for a shake, and that's like a fancier, fancy yeah, schmancy place. That's good. Yeah, that's like that's like for nine good quality stuff. Dollars. Nine dollars is excessive. Also, it had absolutely no malt flavor whatsoever, and I love malt. No, as it a doesn't. Flavor. It does not. It, nine I, bucks. Nine so bucks is insane. If you were going to order it, I'd order it with extra malt. Just to get a malt flavor, if you were looking for it. I wonder what they're using for the malting uh, that agent was there. Too. I assume they're using carnation because that's kind of the only malt right. in the business. I think. Right. That was fucking whack too. They were. Yeah. They, they, all the, fuck you. Fuck. The, uh, fuck these. Fuck them. We got. We got a few. Uh, we got a few more <laughs> maybe, items to go. Which maybe we can... spend less time running for president, more time tasting your malt shakes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. What else do we have to do? We have the cake pops. We got these cake pops. And what then we else got some, was on our list? We got some drinks to go. That's the full rundown of everything that we, yeah. we ate in. It was a. It was. Um... We should remark that they brought. They bring things out. Oh, that the presentation is nice. They they give you like a little like wood little like bento box looking thing. They were thing. very nice. They were very nice. The the service was good. And then well, you, you there get, was a lot of confusion. There was a lot of confusion, counter. but they were very friendly. You can put dog shit on a little fucking wooden plate, and it still is dog shit. I right. Mean, that's what it, it sucked. But you, you get real glassware. You get like it's, it it's nice. different than a normal. Mitch Starbucks. did not like the chairs we were sitting in outside. The chairs were uncomfortable because they, they were encouraged small. too much reclining. Yeah, there were. T- it was too yeah. much reclining. Did you say they were small? I thought they were big. Really? Yeah, they were yeah. these giant chairs, but they were hips forward. Fucking chairs. Big, big ass wagger. Yeah. I didn't feel that. I, I felt like they were kind of like uh, cozy were, chairs. I think you were sitting on the edge of your seat. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, I often am. They, yeah. As are our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were flat, uncomfortable, and too loungy. It was yeah. weird. You, I was going to give you the choice of first pop, not Nick. Nick doesn't Oh, you were? Yeah, I, yeah. Go for and it. And what Jesse, are the flavors according to the receipt? Um, One was birthday cake. Fuck. This, got, one, this one is donut. Flavor covered. Yeah, donut cake, birthday cake, and cookie, cookie cake. Ooh, cookie, I like that. Oh, cookie cake. Yeah. Mm, all right, I'm gonna try the cookie one. I guess. Cookie. I think that's. I think that's the best choice. Nick, what are you gonna go with? I'm gonna go with this pink one right here. <laughs> you leave me with the worst choice. Oh man. Do you want the other one? Because I don't care. No, I don't care. I'll... But you're gonna taste mine, aren't you? I'll take. Sure. I'll taste yours as well. I'll take a bite. I'll take a nibble. Shit. Is that one? You like it? I'm not gonna say anything until you try it. Hmm, okay. I want to try both of them, actually. Okay. That's kind of... I need to know. I need to know. Here, you try this one. Weiger, how am I supposed to... I tried to take a thing and a bite and keep it somewhat intact, but it's tough. There's not a lot of surface area here. But I'm excited to see the difference between that and this. This one is good. Maybe, um, maybe this is the best one. Interesting. Inter- it's definitely interesting. Hmm... Maybe this is the best one. Right, let, let's exchange. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this one that way. You're going to send the donut one this way. Jessica, do you want a nibble of that donut one? And then we can pass this over to Mitch. The donut one is like a celebration, though. It has things inside. Right. There's some fun fetty. Fetty, yeah. Okay. Mitch, can you turn the game off? I'm going to get mad. Hmm. Fuck you. Hmm. That's the fucking Celtics play while I'm recording this shitty podcast. Hmm. Um. Okay, let's rank them, guys. What do you think? Boy, of that? I kind of like that donut one. Yeah. Yeah, give me that. Give me that back. Send that back to Mitch. Oh that God. one to me tastes oh. like a like a hostess donut. What'd you just do, cookie or cake? Cookie. Cookie is alarming. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It tastes like raw. It, it tastes like raw cookie dough in the way that's not fun. It right. Tastes, yes. It's weird. It's too much of a mouthful of raw cookie dough. Mm-hmm. Like. You immediately feel sick from how sweet it is. Mm-hmm. 
um, that whole raw cookie dough trend, you know, that whole like you can buy raw cookie dough and eat it, but it's not really cookie dough. Mm -hmm. Like it's made of like pasteurized eggs or something like that. Mm -hmm. But that cookie dough thing was like, that was alarming, I thought. And I didn't appreciate the shell. No. It was like a white chocolate shell. The cakey one... The seller, the, the donut, the donut, the donut, the donut's the winner. The donut's the winner. Donut's the winner. Cake is second. The pink one, which was the cake, was yeah. second. And only saved by its crunch, I think. Mm-hmm. The it, crunchy balls on the outside. Yeah, that was just kind of generic to me. It's just kind of a generic yellow cakey sort of flavor. But it's an oily cake, right? Yeah, it's yeah. But great. at least it was moist. I wouldn't be. I mean, it's it's not the worst. I I'd feel sad if that was like my treat. Like yeah. I feel like this is a bummer of a treat. This is not even like a fun sweet treat but yeah. it's, it's it wasn't it wasn't as bad as some of the other stuff we had so when like natalie's buying you like a treat like a <laughs> <laughs> like i'm a dog mm-hmm. like i've been a good boy a child. She, if she is bringing you a treat what is it when, oh, I, when i'm bringing a treat to my fella uh-huh. it's a linzer cookie Oh, Linzer he cookie. loves That's a Linzer cookie. He mm. loves a cook. He loves cookies, but he loves. If I see a good-looking Linzer cookie, he likes a Linzer cookie. Um, uh, you know, Mitch and I have remarked on the show before that that uh, we are creamsmen. We like ice cream. No, and uh, I'm, well, a- I'm and I meant to mention this earlier when we talked about New England, which is I'm an ice cream. I would describe myself as an ice cream nut. Wow. Nick loves ice cream. I love ice I'm cream. A nut. I am not a creamsman with Nick. By the way, Nick, you're t- a creamsman. I'm a creamsman. Yeah. You're, you're in the creamsman. I'm not in the creamsman. You're with in the creamsman. You. Why are you a creamsman? Circle. Yeah, I don't want to be in the cre- in the what? Why are you a creamsman in the golden circle? With us. No, because I don't want to. We be wear there. ice cream man suits. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be there we with pedal Nick. around. Um, you don't love ice cream? No, I love ice cream. I just don't want to be your, a creamsman your, with Nick. What are your flavors? When I was young, when I was a little boy, mint yeah. chocolate chip with Jimmy's in a cone. Okay, and then um, we'll skip right past Jimmy. <laughs> I still say Jimmy's too, but gulp. One of those things you just didn't know, and then you're like, right. oh, okay. Well, I've read the history of it, and I just realized now that- uh, Jim Crow law. I, I just realized that I wasn't supposed- I just remembered that you're not supposed to say it. Yeah. It came out- Chocolate I, sprinkles. But but chocolate sprinkles, but I've read the history of Jimmy's, and it's not- it, it, there, It's not as bad as it sounds. No, there is no crossover. It actually ha- it has its own- mm. it, that It doesn't come from- I thought it came from Jim Crow Law. It doesn't. It's not a racist. I, I I swear. I'd like to know that website. Yeah, one of that was yeah. Boston.com. Yeah, Mitch.blogspot.com. <laughs> Quincytruth.org. Yeah. Boston.com is the globe. Is the Nick. globe? Yeah. Mm, okay. Um. So God. you were mint chip and mint that, chocolate chip with yeah. chocolate sprinkles in a cone. Okay. And uh, mocha frap from Brigham's. Mm-hmm. I loved a mocha frap. Yeah. Um. When I was really little, too, peppermint stick was the big one. But as I've gotten older, I like chocolate a lot. I, I, I've become a chocolate ice cream guy. Just straight up chocolate? Yeah, a lot of the times, yeah. And who's your brand of choice? I don't really have a brand. I, like, I just if, if I go to any of these, like, like, uh, like Jenny's or anything like yeah. that, I, do, I just You'll do. get whatever they've got. Yeah. Darkest chocolate, milkiest chocolate. Darkest, I'll do, I'll do a scoop of darkest chocolate and a scoop of milkiest chocolate. What about at grocery store? I don't buy ice cream at the grocery store too much. That's... The most shocking thing I've heard today on this podcast. <laughs> that is not in any way the answer I thought. Am I kicked I out of the creamsman? You know what I'll do? I'll, if any, if any, if anything, I'll. I'll you are not a creamsman, sir. <laughs> if anything, I'll buy Snickers ice cream bars. 
Oh, those so, are fun. Yeah. Uh, Snickers and Reese's peanut butter yeah. cups, two best candies. You order, uh, or the little Dove bars are good, too, if you ever had yeah. those. Oh, oh yeah. yeah those and good. now Magnum makes the minis. You know what I'll get? I, I, I do know. I do. Sounds like you do buy ice cream at the store. If I buy a pint of ice cream, yeah. I buy Ben and Jerry's. That's mm. what I always do. I want to make a recommendation to you. Let me hear it. Hagen does chocolate chocolate chip. Oh, oh, man. That. If That's you're good. looking for chocolate at the grocery store. All right. Yeah. I used to do this thing. I wonder, Nick, if you do the same. I don't do it anymore. But I used to just like, again, going back to the babysitting philosophy of life where you're like, basically then when you become a grown up and you start making money, you're like, oh, I'm the babysitter. Like, right. Like I'm paying the babysitter. Right. I can do babysit anytime I want. So I would go into the grocery <laughs> store and be like, I can actually buy anything here if I want to. Like I could buy Five kinds of ice cream. Yeah. So at the top of the ice cream season, I would buy like eight kinds of ice cream just because I'm like, I want to try all of these. I want to know what they taste like. Right. And I would just take a bite of each one and just decide which ones I liked. I like but that. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't eat. I'm not a person that, I don't know why, I wish I was, but I'm not a person that'll just eat a whole container of ice cream. Yeah, I can't I, do I that I can't anymore. do any of that. Yeah. But I would just taste them all and then decide what I love. But- I don't do that anymore because I can't really eat stuff like that. But I love, I do love McConnell's. Yeah, McConnell's. McConnell's peppermint stick is probably an ice cream that if someone didn't stop me, Mm. the flavors, the mint, the everything, it's all too delicious. I would just keep going. I can say. What are yours? I mean, I do like I do like a, a traditional mint chip, mm-hmm. but I will. But I peppermint for some reason the specific peppermint flavor sometimes doesn't work for me in, in an ice cream context. Mm-hmm. But I would be down to try it. And oh, see you how put it works. some hot fudge on there. Maybe uh, you've pepper- never yeah. had McConnell's peppermint. Stick? I have never. No. Oh, I, I wouldn't think to order it because I'm not. I'm not. You've I'm got not you're fucking. You're out of the Creamsman too. You're it. booted. All right, I'm out of the Creamsman. At this very moment, McConnell's has something called Santa Barbara strawberry ice cream. Uh huh. I've never been a strawberry ice cream lover. That would be oh, like. That would be like if it was the one that they had left. Right. I mean, I'll eat it. It's ice cream. Sure. If you love strawberry ice cream, honestly, the minute with your thing that you should do tonight where you're like, now I want to have something I would enjoy instead of 15 cake pops that I'm going to throw up on yes. my way home. The, you would go straight to McConnell's and you would get this strawberry, Santa Barbara strawberry ice cream. I hesitate to even mention it on your podcast because they only do it in limited batches because mm. of, uh, of the strawberry season because they use fresh strawberries. It's insanely out of this world. Uh, yeah, there may be a rush on stores following this recommendation. I By like- me. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it sounded like a part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, I have, t- I have two, uh, I have, also I think peppermint stick is maybe a New Englandy thing, but, but. Oh, I should also shout out vanilla. Vanilla is a flavor. Oh, it's one of my Jesus favorite flavors. Christ, shut up. Oh, um, yeah, great. I think you make me sad sometimes. <laughs> Oh, that was the moment. You know where you were like. Sometimes we'll stretch to. All but the like time, he was you know just him. happy with that. I love yeah. vanilla. Oh, no, he is happy with it. I I like brick. I like <laughs> but French vanilla. Yeah, but you know, I mean, just a regular vanilla too. But French oh. vanilla is fun. Hagen make it the, also a great vanilla. The most, vanilla. the most plain, the best for him. But uh, it's not plain. It's a flavor. By the okay. way, McConnell's does one called sweet cream. Oh yeah, which I is like a, like a light vanilla. Yeah, right. Uh, Brigham's out of the park ice cream. What's that? Is that what you were Googling? Yeah. What's out of the park? Was that their attempt at a Ben and Jerry flavor? Like pretzels, chocolate chips. It's, 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 more, it's more basic. You know, was the, did you ever have bit. Howard Johnson's? Yes. Howard Johnson's mint chip, 
greatest chip of all time because their chip was like a blizzard chip mm-hmm. like just flex but amazing mint howard johnson's mint do, chip one of the all-time greatest ice i didn't know they made ice cream do you know do you know where howard johnson's started they don't make it anymore um quincy. also quincy quincy massachusetts <laughs> so proud of that they're all closed now <laughs> a home run mix of coffee ice cream with espresso uh espresso chocolate flavored chunks and fudge swirl it sounds great it's it's a it's a, it's good it's better than i think it's it's better than it even sounds and then i like the big dig it's not from, it's not moose tracks though yeah. i love a little moose tracks i also don't get the baseball theming there what's what's baseball out of the park coffee? baby it's a, yeah they just the name yeah i guess and so the big dig ice cream i like too what I mean, was in that the big dig is this this is more like what you're uh i've never had these themed brigham's this colossal combination of brigham's time. creamy vanilla ice cream nick fudge this other stuff you might not like mm-hmm. fudge brownie chunks caramel sauce and chocolate chunks yeah i could do without the mixins yeah. that's great mixins though mm-hmm. there was a place called two places in boston the mixin really started in boston and whoever <clears throat> started these places should sue the shit out of those rocky mountain people whatever the fuck they're right. called what are they called <laughs> Rocky, the Rocky Mountain Fudge Company. No, the the Mixin people. Coldstone. Yeah. Oh, Coldstone. They're going. They're going down on their own, anyways. Yeah. Well, because they're nothing but trash. Mm-hmm. But there was a place in Boston first called Harold's. Okay. Sorry, first called Steve's, and I actually still have a Steve's T-shirt. And that was the place where they would take those two big paddles, and you'd say, "I oh, want yeah. Junior Mints, and I want this, and I want that," and they mix it in for you. Then Steve sold his name or something, so then he opened Harold's because he was Steve Harold. But Emac and Bolio's was another place that would do a mix-in for you, and there's still one on Newbury Street. It's a fun gimmick. Yeah, I, I like it when it's done well. Um, we're we're yeah. we're way yeah. We well, must be out of time. We're way over on time. Let's get I to our have, final I want reviews. To apologize no, nothing to apologize to all for. All of your listeners. Here's what happens when when <laughs> this we, is a ticket to the last Super Bowl where the Patriots won. Did you go? I went. Oh, we didn't even talk about my Edelman story. You had an Edelman story. Oh, oh boy. All right, I we can hear, do it off the air if I want. He- I want to hear the Edelman story. It was, honestly, it was <laughs> It was so embarrassing when I think about it now. We can, we can cut it if But in the to. moment, no, I don't care. Okay. But in the moment, I had no choice. I was sitting in this restaurant. I'm a huge Patriots fan. It's been a very tough year to be a Patriots fan because politically I, I am not in line with right. the Patriots. Bob Kraft goes to the same temple that I went to growing up. I went there part-time. I went to a couple of other temples. He goes to the same massage parlor I go to. (laughs) And now it turns out he and I go to the same massage parlor. But Bob Kraft was like a lifelong Democrat and a big Democratic supporter and a big big philanthropist. Right. And so he was like this great kind of Boston liberal Jew and – then, of course, all this Trump nonsense. And then Brady with the MAGA hat. And right. it's like, why are you, why don't you just, just do what you do? Why are you complicating the matters with the stupid fucking hat? I mean, it was before the election, right? really. But still, it was just like, why are you making this hard for me? Every step they're making this hard for me. But still, I love them and I, wa- and I watch them religiously. Mm-hmm. And so this was like a month ago. And I'm at dinner with a bunch of people. And he walked, and there's like going to be a big party behind us, like a table of 20 or something. And that we're just waiting to see like, oh, who's the, what's this going to be? Whatever, like a rehearsal dinner. And he comes in and I'm like, oh my God, it's Julian Edelman. Now guys, I, I work and I live in Hollywood. I've worked with some of the biggest stars of the day. I'll just <laughs> right. come out and say it. I've met some famous people. And they're just Are you people. talking about us? They're just people. <laughs> I've been on some of the biggest podcasts that... 
that are known to man. But I'm just saying, like, who do you get excited about? It's it's hard to yeah get excited. At some point, it's hard to get mm-hmm. excited. I do still every time. I- Every time I see the Jaws ride at Universal Studio, we shot our show up the hill from Jaws. And every single time the Jaws ride resets, I run to watch it. Like I get Jaws is my the biggest star like in Hollywood Jaws is as the far as I'm star. concerned. Yeah, I agree with that. So Edelman and also on the Ron and Beverly podcast, Rana used to talk about how she was friends with Julian Edelman because mm-hmm. in real fake life julian edelman would come to he he goes to yom kippur services at the temple that we said that we went to so there was a whole storyline about how rana became friends with julian edelman she's talking about jewels all the time <laughs> so there he was and also this year he was so amazing in the in the super bowl and he really won the game for us and it was a tough year for him personally with I, the suspension and then coming back from the suspension and all that stuff i bet money on him winning an mvp and i won a lot of not I a be, lot of money. But he was, and he, des- and he deserved every man. inch of it. And so I just got, I just literally, my body, I just got up and walked over to him. And I like, I was like, what am I doing? Like my yeah. body just walked. Right. It wasn't even like, what am I going to do? I was like, I have to say something. I have to say something. And so I went, and they had just sat down. And also I didn't want to interrupt. I would never talk to someone while they were eating or, you know, like that's the worst. And I just was like, I, ha- I have to say, and I walked right over and he was like, just sitting down and I was like, I'm so sorry, but I, I just have to say, and I basically said everything that I just said, which was like, it was such a tough year to be a Patriots fan. And it was only like two weeks after the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I was like literally getting choked up and like about to cry. And I was just like, it, you were incredible and you did every this team the team needed you so badly and also like everything that was going on with Gronk which I for sure was like Gronk's retiring after this I could tell from right. the way from the way he was using his body I yeah, could yeah. tell he wasn't going to have to use it again yeah. after this season yeah. and I just was like and I know it was a tough year for you but it was you know personally and I just how hard you worked and how you really like all that stuff and he and I told him that they, it was just, I can't believe I talked to him for so long and he was looking at me like this woman is crazy and so which i was in this moment and i was told him the thing about i do this podcast and the fake character and the real thing like and he was just like okay okay and you're friends with this fictitious character you know and i'm like why am i doing this but it was like i just said it all i left it all on the dance floor and then at the very end but he was really sweet really sweet and you can tell that he He's not entirely comfortable with the attention, which is something that I like about him because I think he's still very focused on the game. And I think there's a lot of confusion about like the game and life off the field and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so there's something kind of shy about him and earnest and dorky. And at the very end, I turned into a complete Jewish mother and I put my hand on his shoulder and I was like, I just want to say one more thing. And he was like, sure. And he was like, and he very, was very sweet. He was like, well, now we're friends in real life. Like, yeah. as a, you know, and I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. You know what I mean? But like, I was like, oh, no. And, but also there was this other element, which he would never know, which is like, I'm actually a real person with a real job. Like, I'm not just some lady in her. I'm not saying I'm famous in any way. I'm just saying I'm like a real person that has a job. I'm not just a total crazy lady. Sure. Yeah. Like, I'm an actual person. And so, which I guess everybody's a person. But anyway, so <laughs> I put my hand on his shoulder and I was like, I just want to say, I just have to feel like I have to say this to you. 
I want you to take care of your body. (laughs) 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 And he, and he was like, and I, and I like touched his shoulder and I was like, I, I was like, I know this is very important to you and you're very good at this. I was like, but you have a whole life to live after this and I really want you to take care of your body. And he was like, very earnestly was like, I'm trying to. He was like, I'm really trying to. And I was like, I know you are and I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you do and I want you to play for as long as you want to play. But there's a, you have a whole life after this and I want you to take care of your body. And he was like, thank you. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, and now I'm going to be arrested. <laughs> and nobody threw me out of the restaurant, which was nice. People but, tell that about me with Doughboys all yeah. the time. <laughs> then when I got back to the table, I was like, I was so excited. And then like 20 seconds later, this incredible wave of shame came over, oh, yeah. came over me where I was like, oh my God. Why did I feel I had to? Why did I feel I had to talk to him? Yeah, like I know that. Right? Who would you? Why would I ever feel like I had to talk to anybody? I know that feeling. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. I felt like I was immediately like eight and a half years old, and I had like completely exposed myself to like some crush or something. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know. I guess I'm just a super fan. I had to get it out. Yeah. But who knew it was going to be Julian Edelman? Yeah. I would have thought it would have been Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> That I would have pinned in a re- in a re- in a restaurant. It was like Julian Edelman. Who knew? <laughs> I think for me it'd be Shigeru Miyamoto. I think I just kind of <laughs> wouldn't be able to not just gush keep it over together. The guy. Yeah, oh, I kind of lose a little bit. I saw That's him in person answer. once, and I just I, I kind of and you dropped the ball. No, I just like Who I just like waved person? at him. He's the uh, creator of Mario and Zelda. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the, the greatest video game designer of all time. Um, but uh, let's uh, let's get to our final thoughts on. <laughs> Starbucks reserve. So Jessica, we'll each go around. We will give a a a uh, summation of our thoughts on this chain, and then give it a rating from zero to five forks. And you can also talk about the last drink. Yes, yeah, so you can talk about what, what you got to go if you like. Oh, uh, must we? We'll we'll start with you, okay. Jessica. I also just do want to say I was in line behind Tom Brady at security once at the airport. Whoa! And I didn't speak to Tom Brady, but I did. I was lucky enough he was flying commercial because it must have been a very last minute it was right before the boston marathon yeah. and his sister was running and mm. he wanted he obviously wanted just decided you know what i'm gonna go watch her run and he was flying from la and it was that moment in security where the two lines meet and then somebody's taking too long so he's just standing there like waiting to go into the machine and i'm literally right behind him and i just was like staring at his body for four minutes <laughs> and it was he's much bigger in person than you would think I, right. I did a funnier die video with him a behind the scenes oh. funnier die video with him and uh he when i was was he friendly I, he you know what enough I, in the video i catch a pass from him I've, I've told this on the podcast but i yeah pretended to hump the ground and then he th- and then he really thought it was funny after that and he liked me a lot because i pretended to have oh. sex with the ground that's how we met <laughs> <laughs> okay zero to four forks yeah to five forks five forks i have a feeling you're not going to need that fifth one <laughs> <laughs> or four, probably. Well, we'll see. I mean, tell me comparative. What's a two fork restaurant? A two fork restaurant for me right now. Diarrhea. Mm. It gives you diarrhea. I, I would just say like it's a, still food and you can survive. It's but it still gives you food, diarrhea. but it's mm. but it's unpleasant to eat. I didn't have a great time eating it. I would say like for me right now, and I don't know if this reflects my most recent rating, but I would call Burger King is around a two fork restaurant. Wow. For me. Okay. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Sounds like things have gone way downhill at Burger King. I was I was always a McDonald's, not a Burger King anyway. McDonald's is a, I mean. Five forks for you? For the breakfast anyway. That's what we were reviewed. Oh, yeah, McDonald's We can never five. tell the real review. Yeah. Not yeah. yet. Not <laughs> yet. Um, 
I guess I'm going to give it three. Three forks. I mean, I would give it two and a half, to be honest, because, right. because I didn't really enjoy any... There was nothing that I'm going back for. Mm-hmm. And... Three, three, I think, is an accurate reflection of how I feel about it. It's something that I'll eat if I can't get anything else anywhere else. And if I'm in an airport, it'll be the choice I'll make. They do have healthy options. And they do have, like, you can't always get, like, a protein plate with, like, a piece of cheese. I mean, if if you can't wait to get that exact same thing on the plane then you can get that there. I did enjoy that little sous vide quiche thing. Yes. Um, I would eat that again. And, you know, obviously their their coffee menu is extensive and they're working hard on that. I don't generally enjoy Starbucks coffee. Um, I'm a Dunkin' Donuts girl, as as has been said. Like yes. I like Or a cup of diner coffee. I like real coffee. Yeah. I don't need all the, like notes and the aromatics and the everything else. I just want it to be a great cup of coffee or a great espresso. I do like all that bullshit and I still think that Starbucks isn't a good version of that. It's like yeah, it's like it always usually, burnt to it's me. overly roasted. Burnt yeah. is absolutely yeah. uh, the So the I guess I'm going to give it 3, which is like you can find something sure. but there was nothing that that delighted my imagination or uh, my taste buds. Mitch, your thoughts on Starbucks Reserve? Uh first of all, I want to say that I saw Veritech at the Super Bowl. And, uh, God, I got we got his, you talking about Patriot shit. I got, I got his <laughs> attention. It's going to be a three-hour episode. I got, I, got, I got his attention. I nodded at him and then gave him a thumbs up. I think that's appropriate. And then he, in turn, gave me a thumbs up. Okay. And then you could Is tell. Is that your thumb? Yeah, that, sorry. That's not a great thumbs up. Yeah. I don't know how you could hitchhike. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that was our Charlie Brown thumbs up. <laughs> And so now I know how you got the part. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he gave me a thumbs up and you could tell as he was giving me a thumbs up, he was like, Who the fuck is this guy? I'm giving a thumbs up to you could tell like yeah, in but his that's head. the job. Yeah, you gotta go. thumbs up whoever thumbs you up. Right. Right. If that's the if you want to stay signing shirts. I, I got his attention to give him a thumbs up. Yeah, whatever. He liked it, I'm sure. Uh I'm curious. You, you could tell me off the air, but I'm curious like what your seats were and all that stuff. Because I chose not to go to the Super Bowl. They were not good, but the, I didn't want to I love to watch on TV football. It was great. Yeah. And I do fantasy also. Oh, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was the Bakersfield Bessers at one point. Mm. I'm the, named, what, named after Matt Besser. Nick. I'm the only female, me and my friend do it together, in an all-male UCB uh, oh, fantasy man. league, oh, which boy. Besser is in, Matt Walsh is in, Ron Livingston is Whoa. in, Scott Armstrong runs the lead and league and cheats every year. Whoa. Wow. The Sklar brothers. Armstrong, what are you doing? Oh, he's just changing the rules around. Whatever. Uh, no, not quite. That's, a, <laughs> uh, that's an overstatement. Um, but yes, we are the feminine products. Wow. Oh, yeah. There you go. Otherwise known as tampons. <laughs> yeah. I prefer, Armstrong. I prefer high fantasy myself. Go on, Mitch. Oh, oh. God. Magic, Look. Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Starbucks, Starbucks coffee tastes burnt. It gets me jittery. The, one, yeah. the thing I got for the road was a shaken iced tea lemonade, which yeah. they fucked up and gave me just a straight up iced tea at one point yeah here's the other thing too when i was in there it's like a fucking library in there i didn't like that everyone's all quiet nick i went in there i spilled uh-huh i was clear yeah I, there was, a, it, was I, it was my first spill in probably a year or whatever like we were saying i spilled the thing fell off the tray have another you spilled last month this is like your second oh, whatever spill. I, uh, your, it's second spill in messy, 2019. Marvin. uh, no. messy marvin's back now we know why you're spilling everywhere <laughs> 
You keep in track of your spills. I guess we know why they called you Messy Mac. Nick is the one who spills. He spills. <laughs> I don't know. Your track record recently is worse than mine. I, I try to be nice and clear the tables, and, and then the fucking ranch fell out of the package and spilled all over the fucking floor. Yeah. I and was the, that and now was that your personal ranch you just had in your wallet? <laughs> Starbucks, the Starbucks people were nice. The, yeah. the people who helped us out were nice, but it, you could tell they were kind but of getting annoyed. There was chaos behind the counter. It was chaos, and the, you could tell they were kind of starting to get annoyed by us. And look, this iced tea lemonade thing is the best thing I got there. I don't like the vibe of Starbucks. No. I think it's a fucking snooty. Yes. Give me Dunkin' Donuts. The sandwiches are better. Everything is better about Dunkin' Donuts. The coffee's Donuts. better. I'm yeah. sorry. If you think if you truly think Starbucks is better than Dunkin' Donuts, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm giving it two forks. Two, <gasps> two forks. I was giving three to be nice. Nah, two. Fuck. Oh them. my god. Um, I want to be two now. I think you, <laughs> you, you can. can. You can. Yeah. You I'll can tell you what though. Two. I give the bathroom four forks. I didn't wow. use the bathroom there. If you don't check out a bathroom at Starbucks, it was a Starbucks reserve bathroom. The Starbucks for sure. Room. Okay. I so used the I used the ladies' room before you guys got there, and it was four forks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'll go back. I'll check. Yeah. It out. Um, the ladies' room specifically. Uh, so, <laughs> let's oh. see. I've got a. Uh, I'm just looking at all the food we had, and almost all of it was bad. Like not like like mediocre, but just flat out bad. Yeah. All of it was bad, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like of the drinks, like the, the the drinks specific to Starbucks Reserve are more expensive than what you get at like an independent coffee house. Yeah. There's a premium expensive. on top of what yeah. you whack. would get from like some local place, some small business that you wanna that you wanna support that probably has a better quality product. Uh, I, I I was going to say I was going to put this in the because I think some of the drinks are passable. I don't like Starbucks coffee, but I think if you get a blonde roast, it can be okay. The coffee I got to go, I got a Guatemala one. Uh, as someone who has a, uh, a a a little bit of Guatemalan in my family history, I wanted to try the Guatemalan coffee, mm. and uh, this one was mm. not great. Uh, and uh, I will just say that it, it, it was again just a, a too dark of a roast. It was it, it felt overly roasted uh, and uh, just a little too bitter for me. And, and again, you know, this was like five or six dollars, however much it cost. I think everything's overpriced. I think the product is not. I think the food is not that good. I, I, the food is terrible. I think the the drinks are. Some of them are okay. Some of them are not great. Um, I would put this in the the one and a half to two fork range, but I'm going to deduct a fork for. Ooh. Howard Schultz's oh quixotic wow, vanity presidential campaign. For that reason, one fork for Starbucks. Wow, reserve. I should I have gone even lower. My experience. Well, I want to go even lower too. You can half a fork. Half a fork. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, the tr- here the truth is, I would never set foot in this restaurant ever again if I didn't have to. Yes, yeah. I will only use this restaurant if it's a matter of convenience. Right. Or a matter of that I've been forced into it. Yes. But I'm absolutely not buying into the concept. I don't care if it's nicer than another Starbucks. I don't want to spend any time there. And they have nothing there that I want to eat or drink. I, fucking I fully ass, agree with you. It's a whack-ass fucking library. It was, but it, it is was absolutely a brand identity situation. Yes. Yeah. So, for, so if you're a schmuck, this is an easy three for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, enjoy. And by the way, they were all there. Yeah. All the whenever I walk by that place, I'm like, because it's in our neighborhood, or yes. my neighborhood. I'm like, who are these people? Like, I don't right. understand where they bust them in from or what's going on. But none of these people, 
they're all people that if they started to talk to me, I would immediately feel like, how am I going to get out of this conversation? <laughs> That's how you feel. While, when you guys came, I had I was there a few minutes early. Yeah. I went into the restaurant and I was like, let me check this place out. And then I was like, I need to go wait outside for these guys because the energy of this place That's why I is to eat. on my body. That's why I, I, I want to eat outside. Yep. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what? But great bathroom. It's Four filled, forks. Four forks of the bathroom, but... It's got worse furniture than a building 19, worse food than a building 19. It sucks. Mm. Fuck Starbucks. Uh, well, we're way over on time. Let's go straight to the feedback. Today's email comes to us from Moses Goldfarb. Moses writes, mm. I recently had my maiden voyage to Burgers Never Say Die, local LA burger institution previously discussed in the pod with Farley Elliott. Their style of burgers and fries reminded me a lot of McDonald's, but at a much higher quality. As I was eating, I thought this is what it must have been like to eat at McDonald's when they first opened in 1948. My question is, if you could eat at any major fast food chain restaurant when they very first opened, which one would it be and why? P.S. Here's my Spoon Man roast, literally Homer Simpson. Eh, that was a little half-assed, Moses. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, uh, good, you, question. <laughs> good question. Good um, question. Uh, Jessica, anything come to mind? A, a fast food chain you have maybe some, some nostalgic connection to that you would like to hear to, to, to taste it, when it on its first day of operation? Well, I would have been, I mean, it's what he said, but I would have been really interested to try McDonald's when McDonald's was McDonald's. Because even, I'm sure you guys have listened to this, but on Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History podcast, Mm. how he did the story about the McDonald's French fry and about Olestra and all of that stuff. But McDonald's fries from my childhood, when they were still before, like... The before and the after. Yes, there was nothing like a McDonald's French fry. Yeah. So I would, I absolutely would have liked to have tried McDonald's in the very beginning, and just to know the difference to what it evolved to. Right. We listened to that 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 uh, podcast, and we were also we. I, it's I, heartbreaking. I, it's heartbreaking, but then I'm also like, fuck off, Malcolm. Come yeah. on, <laughs> the fries are still pretty fucking good. I'm, I'm intimidated by his charisma. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that the uh, that that I, I, McDonald's is I mean McDonald's is the answer. That's and I, I've heard Dick's Drive-in in Seattle, which we went to and I, which I loved, I, yeah. is the closest you can get to like what a McDonald's was like back in Who the knows? back in the How, day. Who's telling you this? I I just I've heard. Who's the archivist? I assume that someone who's maybe had McDonald's from back in the day. This is like the closest thing they've. Though that was interesting on the Malcolm Gladwell thing because they have like literally an archive, right? Because they made. The fry that was closest to the old fry, mm-hmm. and then the other. Remember, they they had all the recipes from all the years. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I. What about Taco Bell? Right, Taco after, Bell's a good one. After it stole the fucking yeah. recipe from the people across the street, I would want to try the people across. <laughs> Where the street, did they too. start from, Taco Bell? They they they. It was a guy. It was Glenn Bell or whatever. Glenn Bell. I think it was in. He, I want to say Downey, California, but it, it, I. Oh, that I think, feels right. I think that's and where st- it was. He stole the idea from the Mexican, from the Mexican restaurant neighbor? across the street. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. But both of them trying Bat Place and when they fir- when he was first starting out and the place yeah the, the 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 place he stole it from that is actually still in operation. You can try that place. Yeah. It's, it's still just one oh, location, wow. but you can you can go to the, the maybe old place school Burger King would be fun too. That would be interesting. My answer was going to be I would like to try one of those one of those pizza chains way back in the day. Like just go to like an old school Pizza Hut with the parlor setup mm. and just sort of have a dine in Pizza Hut and see what that experience was like. See if the pizza was basically the same quality or if it, if it was little. I, I assume maybe the ingredients were a little better, but the, maybe the preparation methods weren't as sophisticated. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm curious as to what pizza was like back when these pizza chains were just started getting, starting to get off I w- the ground. I would like to take you back to the uh, an old school Quincy Dunkin' Donuts, the first oh, one. Oh, yeah. that would be fun. Give you a little, that would be fun. A little welcome to Quincy yeah, after you're done with that. your meal. And to know how the coffee was. Yeah. 
then. And then we'd have a we'd have a, a welcoming crew for Weiger as soon as you did make me walk miss, out the door. You did make me like miss the Papagino's pizza. Oh yeah, Papagino's. Yeah, I don't know. Do, are there still any left? There's still them and D'Angelo's. They've they've closed oh, yeah. a bunch of restaurants, but there's still a few yeah, left. D'Angelo's became. Um, the, Something else. They mer- well, D'Angelo, D'Angelo still exists, but they they, they merged they, though. They, them and Papaginos are together now. Yeah, but but D'Angelo's went became something else. Like it wasn't the same menu anymore, or it was it like a new owner? I can't remember what There's, happened. They got bought, but there is a D'Angelo's in Quincy that's the same old. Still good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, um, tuna with pickles. Yeah. It's still Delicious. good. Wagger, are you gonna try it before it fucking? Closes? I will one hundred percent try all these. And local I want Boston a list of all of your local shitty Quincy Chinese restaurants because I will come to them. He's got a, one he's of the got best ones on I've ever body. had. One of the best ones I've ever had was in Braintree. Oh yeah. What yeah. was it called? I can't remember. We just pulled off the highway into Braintree and it was fucking delicious well, on the I way go, to the Cape. I, I get so much shit for saying that there's a difference between East Coast and West Coast Chinese food and there is. Yeah, ours is not real Chinese food. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's Chinese the, people great. would never eat our food. It's great though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, let us know what you what fast food restaurant you like to eat at when it first opened. Hashtag snack to the future and if you have a question or comment wow. about the world wow, chain that restaurants is good. you can that email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com you had that fucking you yeah. had that one in the chain. I loaded it up when, while you were bloviating for 10 minutes about <laughs> your Quincy memories. I, hey, hey, Nick, one last thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the guy who created uh, uh, Burgers Never Say Die? Yeah. You know where he's from? Is it Quincy? Quincy. <laughs> Is <laughs> that us- the place in Silver Lake? Yeah. It does look good, that burger. I've been, yeah. thinking, I've been eyeing it. It's, uh, it's a real crazy success story. It came from, from the dude's backyard. Now he's got a brick and mortar. Leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys, double our weekly bonus episode. Join the Golden Ore Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Jessica Chaffin, thank you so much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me, guys, and for spending the afternoon with me. Oh, of God course. bless you. We had a great time. I'll never sleep for two days after all this caffeine. <laughs> yeah, sorry I had to eat all that I got to go run 20 miles to get that cookie dough cake pop out of my body, but otherwise, I hope that passes sooner rather than later. <laughs> uh, Nick, I, yes. I actually have, a, I have a, a something to plug. Oh, boy, go for it. Randy, the full and complete audio memoir of the amazing life and times of Randy S., it's Mike Sachs made it, and I have I did a little thing in it. It's on Stitcher. Uh, so go listen to it. Well, there you go. Yeah. And hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. And until next time, for the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, we're joined by the hilarious Mark Rennie from the podcast Two Old Queens as we taste test Quiznos Lobster and Seafood Classic Sub. Plus, we review Robert Redford's 1994 Best Picture nominee quiz show for some reason. It's a Quiznos quiz show. We're actually releasing the app this time. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Double! That was a HeadGum Podcast.